Pay for college. Log on to NationalGuard.com to learn about all of the STEM career opportunities in the Army National Guard. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association at this station. We're here at Farland Classic Restoration with Jack Farland. Jack, tell us what kind of cars you're working on now. We are currently finishing up a 68 Alfa Romeo Giulia and working on a 67 Jaguar XKE. And we just sent a Ferrari 308 back home after it was shown during the Pebble Beach Week. So you guys restore all kinds of classics? We focus on investment-level classics. We finished a 61 Ferrari that won top honors in Florida. It's not all full restorations either. We also do mechanical repairs, bodywork, paint, and incredible detail jobs all under one roof. And you sell cars too? Yes, we have a showroom full of classics that are truly investments, and we can track down specific cars for you. We recently found a fantastic Mercedes 300 SL for a customer. What's the best way to learn more about the shop? Check us out at FarlandCars.com to see our latest projects and videos, or follow us on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Doug Moe. You know, a fun-loving guy that produced winning basketball that was fun to be a part of. The Nuggets all-time winning as coach. There will never, ever be another Doug Moe in the NBA. He put himself right at the level of everybody else. Even though he would rip on you, he would joke about himself. We were on Common Ground. He was a character. He was our character. And people got it. Moe, the life and times of the Nuggets' one-of-a-kind coach. He just seems to be so free. And the rest of us are all hung up and worried about all the little things. Premiering Sunday, March 11th at 6 p.m. on Altitude TV. I wish I could be like KKSE Parker Denver Home of the Nuggets Home of the Avalanche Altitude 950 Denver's All Sports Station Live from the Altitude 950 Studios The Vic Lombardi Show Starts now Ladies and gentlemen Boys and girls, children of all ages, at the ones and twos, for the Vic Lombardi Show, the hardest working man in Denver, make some noise for Jesse Trujillo. On the wing, the man whose last name is impossible to pronounce, Marty O. At forward, the big redhead, notorious shoulder driver, H. W. Peterson! And in the hot seat, wearing the fancy black shorts. And he's always right, thinks he's always right. James Manchester Mirlet. And the man in the middle, he's a small man, but he's a good doctor, attorney at flaw. Make some noise, everybody up on your feet, no one's sitting in your seat, it's time to meet Vic Lombardi! Jokic, three seconds left. Jokic from half court. Missed it at the horn. Well, Denver dug too deep of a hole back in that first half. Got back down by 18 points against the best team and the hottest team in the NBA. Mounted the comeback to cut it to within four. But the Houston Rockets make the free throws down the stretch and win the game tonight by a final of 119 to 114. Yeah, it was about a minute 24 left in the game last night, and uh, Gary Harris had an open look at a three-point shot down by four. If he makes that, it's a one-point game, and the roof is off the place because it was about to explode with the comeback the Nuggets had going. Ball went in and out, and it was all downhill from there. The Rockets beat the Nuggets Again, welcome to the Vic Lombardi Show. Pleased to be joined by James Manchester, Maryland. Jesse Trujillo was at the arena last night. Marty O is in the house. 
Uh, I'm not sure if you got a chance to watch the bulk of that game, but you had that feeling, James. Oh, jeez, you just can't beat this team. They're just too good. They just do certain things that the Nuggets can't deal with, and there they are. They're right in it with a chance to make a game of it. Yeah, I mean, the fact that it came down to a shot that would have blown the lid off the place was fairly remarkable, but I, I guess you got to look at it and say... Uh, is, is the matchup bad and that's why they're down 18? Is that how those two teams match up? Or did the Nuggets figure something out maybe with the Rockets and the fact that they were able to get back into the game? Uh, is that a formula they can use? Let's say these two teams face each other in the postseason. Is that something they can use? I don't know. I, it's, I don't know which, uh, which team and which matchup of those two teams, um, is reality from that. But, uh, you know, there's no good loss, obviously. But that's one you look at and go, well, it's, it's understandable. They're the hottest well, team in the NBA. And what's interesting, the Rockets have now won 12 in a row. Those 12 wins outside of the Nuggets win last night. They've blown out every opponent. Correct. Blown them out. I mean, like double digits, goodbye, thanks for showing up. That was the toughest of the 12 that they've won. Now, that's field day. It fact, is field day. That is so much field day. Warning, huh? warning, field day. Well, and it was a blowout for a while. It was. And the Nuggets crawled back into it. But there are so many elements of that game where you're exactly right. I think the Nuggets picked up some intel if, and I hope it doesn't happen, if they end up facing the Rockets in the first round. Because if things stay the way they are, <laughs> guess what that first round matchup is? It's the Rockets yeah. with the one seed, the Nuggets with the eight seed. It's truly remarkable how up and down these standings are going with every given night. The Nuggets go from six to eight in a matter of minutes last night. That's because San Antonio keeps winning. New Orleans went on the road. They won at Milwaukee. Portland keeps winning. These teams don't lose. Everybody else keeps winning. Well, and the Nuggets have been in that category for a while too. It, it, it's, it's been a stretch since they've lost a game. Uh, yeah, I mean, geez, you just look at the Northwest Division. They could have been a game and a half back in Minnesota. Now they're in fourth, two and a half back. So, um, it changes on a day-to-day basis. Can I ask a simple question before we get into the bulk of our sports talk this morning? Sure. Why is it that I walk into the break room here at KSE Radio and there's a table equipped with about four or five Daisy Dukes on the table? There are jean shorts, women's jean shorts on the table. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been in the break room yet this morning. Uh, I usually wait till coffee break. Uh, when Marty yes. does his, uh, his sugar fix, uh, I have no idea. Have they're just laying there on the yes, table. They're just as if somebody brought, <laughs> I, I, it was the craziest thing I've ever seen. It's almost as if somebody brought in a bunch of Daisy Dukes and said, have at it. Who wants them? Huh? Well, I know what I'm doing at 712. Marty, Marty, did you bring in your assortment of Daisy Duke jean shorts? I, you know, I left them here Friday and, uh, looks like they found them. I, I, I forgot to put them in my backpack. Why do we have an assortment of Daisy Dukes in the break room? I am. You said there are four? Four or five. Well, we got four people here. <laughs> I am trying to. <laughs> what the to, hell's going on? <laughs> I am trying to figure out a logical reason why I, they would be in there. There was, you know, listen, in break rooms, you get a lot of things. You get donuts. You get Starbucks. You get pizza. Sure. sure. You know, people bring in things. I've never seen clothing. Daisy Dukes. No, no. And one pair would be like, huh, that's weird. Four pair? And Five the, pair? And, and some of them are still in the bags, in the plastic. As if somebody went shopping and said, you know what? I'm going to buy a pair for everyone at work. Are they like costumes? Like No, they, no, they're, they're like legit designer Daisy Duke jean shorts. 
I'm going to have to check this out. I don't know. It's a mystery. We've got three hours to solve it, though. If you are in need of Daisy Dukes this morning, rather than give away our usual Nuggets or Avs tickets, perhaps we'll go the wardrobe route. That's the uh, that's the prize for the Power Five today? Why not? Eh, works for me. Let's kick things off, ladies and gentlemen. Got another good show. Big news right now. What big headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? Big news right now. Why have the Nuggets gone 0-3 against the Rockets this season? First quarter. First quarter of every one of those games, they've gotten blitzed. Last night, first quarter. Gave up 38 in the first quarter. Couldn't make a shot, couldn't stop them. First quarter, you eliminate it, they win the game. First quarter defense was not impressive. To stop them consistently is a challenge. You have to continue to get stops. Then on offense, you have to continue to score and put pressure on them. And we just weren't able to do that consistently enough for 48 minutes tonight. The Nuggets did enjoy some success over the weekend. They beat the Spurs again, beat the Spurs two consecutive times, beat the Spurs at home behind another triple dub from the Joker. Rebound tapped out to the midcourt circle to Nikola Jokic. Backdoor cut, Will Barton, one dribble, layup, good! And there it is, Nikola Jokic becomes the first Nugget in 31 years with a triple-double in back-to-back-to-back games. He almost made it a fourth in a row. I think he was a couple assists shy. Yeah, two assists shy of another triple-dub last night versus Houston. The Avs are back on the ice this evening against Vancouver. They've got five of the next seven at home. And boy, do they need that home cooking because they went to Calgary the other day and they got roasted. Landeskog tips it up, not out. Lines give it alive to Becklin. Down low, quick centering pass to Becklin, shoots and scores. And the Flames have made it a four-goal lead, now on top, five to one. Flames boon that game, and and now now comes the hard part. You're at home, the pressure's on a little bit, and we're just hours away from a Canadian holiday. It is NHL trade deadline day. I don't expect the Avs to do much today, but still, there's always a little more intensity in the room on trade deadline day. No doubt, and the Avs are in that weird spot. Are they? Would you say they should be a buyer or a seller or... Neither. I mean, what, where are they at? They're kind of in no man's land, right? You want me to be blunt? Yeah. They should be selling. Okay. You don't think they're... Uh, I mean, we talked about how the, the game in Calgary was a must-point game, right? Not necessarily must-win. You had to get a point. I don't they know lost if you, 5-1. If you want me to be honest, do you want, do you want honesty on the show or not? Always. They should be selling. They're not going to win the cup this year. I would agree with that, but they—I okay. think they could get into the postseason, sure. which would be a remarkable turnaround. Sure, but at what cost? At what price? Well, it sounds a lot like me last year when it was—we were talking about the Nuggets, and yeah. I said, "Hey, how about developing Jamal Murray and not worrying about getting the eight seed?" See, I was too close to it. Okay, you're far enough away where you can see the light. Okay. I mean, I—I I, I don't necessarily disagree with you. Now, but I don't know what they could sell. Right. Now, that I'm was not telling be my you, question. Yeah, I'm not saying go sell one of your studs. I'm just saying if there are some contracts that perhaps they don't want. Next year, or have no interest in retaining. Maybe those are the contracts you sell. The bottom line is what they're doing now, and Joe Sackick has said it, we are in that development stage. We are going to sure. draft and develop. Now, that sounds boring to some fans, maybe too impatient, but I think that is the fair play. It's the youth movement. It is. Like it or not, that's what they're doing. Meanwhile, today's the day. I'm told we find out. 
about the biggest piece of news to come out of Denver in years. Who will be the voice of the choo-choo? Hey, guys. Gabe Landeskog here for the Colorado Avalanche. Listen, I've seen the list to be the voice at DIA, and Vic is by a mile the shortest guy on that list. He has short man syndrome. He needs this. This will be good for his confidence, and he really needs something to be passionate about in his life, and I think this could really be his lifeline. So I wish you all the best, Vic, and good luck. I wish I had the results, but I don't. When do we find out? I don't How do know. we find out? Deadline was last night at midnight. There was uh, some problems with the voting over the weekend. Yes. I saw DIA put out a, a apology yes. tweet. Yes, um, got involved. I think that there's probably some sort of protest uh, in play here if you don't win. Well, which you know I'm, I'm expecting. I'm expecting you to win. Let me say this. Those IP addresses are very expensive. Very true. They're very not cheap. True. Now, you had a big campaign event over the weekend. Uh, so, that was nice. Nice I, way to rally. I, I, do, I do have to share that. Saturday night, I attend um, the ball for the Jewish National Hospital. Big fundraiser. Yeah. Raised nearly a million dollars for the hospital. Really? And so I sort of played it off as if it were a campaign event. Which was fun to follow on Twitter. I can't tell you how many people thought it really was a campaign event. A black tie campaign <laughs> For a moment, I was wondering why your campaign manager wasn't at a campaign, <laughs> campaign event. event. But you're probably wondering, damn, yeah. I, I didn't get invited. This uh, this sort of <laughs> happened under uh, under the radar here. We have a lot to get to this morning. Uh, clearly, the NHL trade deadline. We will keep our eye on that today. Do we know exactly what time the deadline falls? Does anybody have that piece of information? You know how I am with numbers and times. Yeah, I have no we'll, idea. We'll, it's we'll going to come at it. some point today. It's today. The college scandal that uh, we were clued in on last week continues to boil to the surface. More information on that. The Olympiad is over. I watched about two minutes of the closing ceremony. That was boring. Jacksonville is out of the running for Kirk Cousins. We'll talk about what that means to the Broncos. Plus, my I'll call it explosive, okay, because it was unbelievable. My explosive interview. With Kenyon Martin. Bits and pieces of that throughout the course of this show. You're going to want to hear it. Trust me. Up next, our piping hot takes right here on Altitude 950. Guys, time to look your best and feel your best in the new year. Time to contact Grossman Caprero Plastic Surgery. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. A lot of men have been going to Grossman Caprero to get and keep their professional and personal edge, and they're thrilled. And you will be, too. Board certified, decades of experience and knowledge. Finally take control and look great starting this year. Do what I and many others have done. Schedule a consultation today and find out if plastic surgery is right for you. Go to BeautifulMe.com. That's BeautifulMe.com. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet donuts of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand, daily, with only the best ingredients. And how about this? Come into any Lamar's for a free donut the day after a Nuggets win. Find the location near you at Lamar's.com. Lamar's, where we have simply a better donut. Offer valid while supplies last. Offer does not include specialty donuts. Limit one per customer per group. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price. Followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. 
you do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Ellen Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now, and for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, and 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. The Altitude 950 traffic update. There's a delay on I-70. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. Four cars involved with a crash clearing off the left side of the highway. Eastbound I-70 at the Golden Exit. It's backing up traffic to C-470. Northbound I-25 is slow. Lincoln to C-470. Orchard to Yale. And between Santa Fe and 23rd, your speeds are down. A boy from Kenya dreams of finishing his education. An elder longs for community in Guatemala. A mother worries about her children's future in India. Help them write a new story at Unbound.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Yeah, I mean, he's, you know, Mason's a good player, and uh, he gives you, you know, it's funny, there are times where he probably guarded James Harden better than anybody. Uh, you know, that, that's what you love about Mason Plumlee. He's a, he's a big who has tremendous athleticism. He has a nose for the ball and who, who likes playing defense and who takes pride in his defense, and that's why I love having him on the floor. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of guys play well tonight, but unfortunately, uh, you know, you're playing against the hottest team in the NBA and the best team in the NBA, and it was just a little bit, uh, you know, not enough for us to get the 
That's Michael Malone after last night's loss to the Rockets, 119-114. The Nuggets were down by as many as 18 in the game. Had a chance to cut it to one in the final couple minutes. I have no idea how one guards James Harden. No idea. No clue. I mean, I could take the best defender in the league. Who would you consider the best on-ball defender, guard, defender in the league? Who would that be right now? Oh boy, I don't know who 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 tops that list. Well, when in doubt, I'll put LeBron on him. I okay. guess. I mean, side. if you if you needed a stop, that would yeah. be the guy I would pick. But is he the best defender? I don't, I don't know. know. But let's go with him. I don't know how you guard James Harden because I saw everybody try last night, and they tried hard, and they played with intensity, and they did what they're supposed to do. They moved their feet. Everybody who they trotted out there to try and stay in front of James Harden. Failed. Not by their fault. A lot of it is because the NBA rules are made where a guy like James Harden can pull his little tricks, his sorcery, and emerge with a foul no matter what. They put Devin Harris on him. What do you do? He did that little pump fake shimmy, pulled back to the three-point line, got Devin Harris in the air, and got an and one every time. Hell, Devin Harris had four fouls in the first half. Three yeah. of them on James Harden. Yeah. And that's because James Harden knows how to play footsies. You know what I mean by that? Sure. He knows exactly how to jump, where to jump, an angle with which to jump to warrant a foul. And they were fouls, mind you. They were fouls. Devin Harris was jumping in to James Harden. I don't mind those ones. It's the other ones. They called one on on Will Barton, the old rake foul, when you're about to go up right. and your hand is in the cookie jar. Right. And it wasn't, it wasn't even bad. It didn't. It didn't determine the shot. It didn't change the shot. But the refs called it every time. Every time. So if you get up in his face, you get called. Yep. Wilson Chandler bodied him up, didn't move his hands, nothing. He got called. It was a joke. If you don't get up in his face, he'll shoot a jumper. Once you get there, he'll push off on the way to the rim. And he does it very subtly, by the way. Just a nice little, little push with one of the hands. You see it, but the refs don't, don't seem to call it. So I have no idea how you guard James Harden. He shot 16 free throws last night. 13 of 16. He was at the free throw line. He lived at the free throw line. The Nuggets as a team made 16 free throws. Yes. Okay. No, but I mean, he, it's an art form. He knows how to draw the foul. And, and people, I mean, may, people may not like it. They may say the NBA has to fix it. I agree. But as long as that rule's in place and there, there's holes in the rule book, Gotta take advantage of it. Right, exactly. He's playing the game as it's currently legislated. I don't have a problem with that at all. It was on the Nuggets to figure out how to stop fouling him, how to stop sending him to the free throw line. As one of the texters says here, Will says, it's impossible to guard Harden when the refs enable him to travel and draw fouls. Now the travel thing is, you know, it's subjective. Okay, everybody travels well, in the it's NBA. It's technically not it. subjective, but, but yeah, I see is. what you're it saying. It just is. There, you know, every time he pulls that shimmy move where he fakes like he's going to drive and then takes a huge step back beyond the three-point line, yeah. he travels. By yeah. the rule book, that is a travel. Everybody talks about traveling. And nobody would actually like to watch a league in which they call they'll, traveling. Nev- they're never going to call that. No. We don't want that. Now, if I broke it down, it's a travel. I get it. My only retort is, if you can't stop him, join him. Exactly. Exactly. Figure out how to do it. Find somebody on your team that can draw, draw similar fouls. You know what? Right. Nikola Jokic has done a good job this year. You can see the advancement in his game. He's been trying to pull off that whole rake and shoot foul when he's got a guy's hand in his face uh-huh. and he pulls his hands up and 
and warrants a foul. He's done that a few times. He's pulled it off. That's the best solution. Figure out how to take advantage of the same rule. It's all you can do, James. Exactly. It's all you can do. All right, let's get things going. Our piping hot takes. I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. Brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. It's Vic's Hot Take. Hey, where's your takedown of Ted Boyle today? Doesn't he look a lot smarter now that Sean Miller's headed to the uh, firing den? Uh, you know what? And, and I know we'll get into it. I don't mm-hmm. want to interrupt you too much, but, uh, I am going to offer a, I was wrong mm. later in the show. And not necessarily I was mm. wrong, but I do have some thoughts on it. Color me shocked that the University of Arizona is at the forefront of this latest college basketball scandal. Sean Miller involved in some misdeeds. Wow. But I don't want to focus on that. I mean, we'll get into it. I've got some thoughts on. Well, you can't fix the issues in college basketball. You can't fix the scandals and all of these subterfuge that takes place. But I've got some thoughts on how to improve it. That's not my problem right now. I want to talk about the good of the game. Because there is some good in there. Did you hear about the story of the Iowa kid, Jordan Bohannon? He's a guard for the University of Iowa. Sophomore guard who intentionally missed a free throw. Late last night, when his uh, teams, his team was nursing the lead against Northwestern. I believe it was a five-point game with 2.15 to play. So an important free throw. Yes. And he intentionally missed a free throw. First glance is, what the hell is he thinking? Yeah. What, what, what are you doing, dude? Team game. Point shaving? Why would you miss a free throw on purpose? And it was obvious he did. What a great story. So back in 1993... Fellow by the name of Chris Street, who played for Iowa, held the school record of 34, 35 consecutive free throws, 35 in a row. Three days after he hit that 35th straight free throw, Chris Street was killed in a car accident. His parents still attend every game. Chris's parents were at the game last night, their season ticket holders. That record remains a big record for those who understand Iowa basketball. 35 straight free throws. Last night, Jordan Bohannon, seating at 34 in a row, last missed a free throw against, ironically, Colorado back in 2017, had made 34 straight. So there he stood at the free throw line with a chance to tie the record held by the late Chris Street. And what did he do? He short-armed it. He missed it on purpose. And then he turned toward Chris Street's parents, gave him a glance, and I tell you what, I would have cried right there. Here's what Jordan Bohannon had to say about his short arm free throw after the game. Obviously, that's not my record to have, and um, obviously that record deserves to stay in his name. I've heard a lot. I've been really close to this family these past couple of years, and um, getting to know them a lot, and uh, just listen to his story, honestly. And uh, it's, it's really got me emotional uh, these past, past, past couple of games because I know what I wanted to do. He knew exactly what he was doing. Missed the free throw and it pointed to the sky. And guess what? Iowa ended up winning the game. They beat Northwestern. Everybody wins. Don't see enough of this. Don't see enough good. We hear about all the bad in college basketball. And there's plenty of it out there with the scandal. But that is so damn good. Love that story. Love Jordan Bohannon. That's my hot take. What's yours? 
It's Manchester's Hot Take. Vic, you mentioned that the uh, Olympics have come to an end. Uh, what was the highlight of the games for I you? Don't I don't I, know. It was sort of like a blah. Exactly. It was the most underwhelming Olympiad, summer or winter, that I can recall. Now, we always do those things where there's the, the recency of it, and you sit here and go, oh, it was the best game ever, it was the worst game ever, whatever. But I just don't have a highlight from it. And you know who I blame? Peter Uberoth? Nope. I blame NBC. I think they did a bad job of presenting the games. I think they went into it with, hey, everybody loves figure skating. Hey, Lindsey Vaughn is going to be a star. Hey, Michaela Schifrin's going to be a star. So they tried to set the scene before the scene unfolded. Correct. And then the big stories, the U.S. women's hockey team, the men's curling team, surprise gold medals or exciting gold medals lost. happened in the middle of the night or in the middle of the day and they were totally lost and they didn't have to be i'm watching the night after the u.s women's hockey team wins the the gold medal they don't have the team on they don't have the highlights they don't show any of it it's just more figure skating just crammed down our throat i think there were actually good stories that happened at these games I just think they weren't presented very well by NBC. And as a result, we all walked away going, eh, that was lame. I think they went in thinking this is exactly the, these are the exact stories we want to tell. And it didn't unfold as they expected. And they dropped the ball. NBC had a terrible two weeks in South Korea. So you're like everybody else when things go wrong. You blame the media. Well, in this instance, yes. I mean, there, there were good stories, but did you see anything about the curling team or maybe, anything about the well, women's you know hockey what? team? Maybe, maybe the Olympics are about to expire in terms maybe. of interest worldwide. I, I'll be honest. I got my family together last night. One of those family moments. Yeah. Very rare in my household. Yeah. After I got home from the Nuggets game and I said, let's watch the closing ceremony together. Let's get together as a family. Turn on the fireplace and sure. watch the closing ceremony. That lasted about three minutes. That was the most boring I don't know what they try to do, but it, it's so boring. It's just a bunch of lights and people waving. I mean, what? Why is that interesting? Well, and it's definitely one of those things that it's has like a parade. Outlived. Exactly. It was, yeah. I was just going to say, it's like a parade, or you know what else it's like? It's like a third place game. Like, there's no need for a third place game. There's no need so for a parade. Boring. There's got, no need for closing James, ceremony. We got to the point where we said, you know, let's make a game of this. Let's try and identify all these flags. And I got about two flags in, and I said, I can't, I don't even know that. Yeah, I have no idea. No, it, 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 it has potentially, and this is a bad cliche, but jumped the shark. Has, have the Olympics just outlived their usefulness? I'm not sure we have the patience to watch anymore. That's the problem. We live in a Twitter world. We need instant live reaction. Well, and, and you know, the NBC gets a little bit of a, a pass because it was on the other side of the world, so it's difficult to present. Mm-hmm. But they still could have found a way to make sure in prime time we all got to know the big stories and experience the big stories, and we didn't. We didn't. And then the stuff they showed, Vaughn and Schifrin weren't great, and Americans didn't do anything in figure skating, so there was yeah. nothing of interest, nothing. So the way they did the closing ceremony, each of the people sitting in the stands – they had these like magical placards that lit up, right? right? And they formed all these different lights. And of course, there's always that one or two guys sitting in the stands who refuse to participate. Right. And you know, there's a dead spot there. And I felt like saying, come on, dude. Maybe it was yeah, at the bathroom. Like, well, come on. You know, you're ruining it for the rest of the world. I was that guy. Yeah, Super- I, I know. I was Super Bowl 48. You were that guy who would not help with the 
halftime show. I, I, you had to put on the hat and it had the LEDs. I'm like, I'm not yes. doing this. We're down 22 what, nothing. I'm not wearing this you damn wanna hat. Me? You want to pay me? If you want to yeah. pay me, I'll be your halftime entertainer. Chris Hansen that was ticket, telling me to. Yeah, ticket cost me 1500 bucks. Uh-huh. Yeah, you want to pay me? I'll do it. Wasn't participating. I don't blame you. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. We're going to talk NHL draft uh, trade deadline today at 1 o'clock. We'll get into that later, what the Avs should do. And a lot of folks on the text line agree with me. Tell you what they agree with. The uh, Jacksonville Jaguars signed Blake Bortles. What that means for the Broncos. What Peter King believes it'll mean for the Broncos. And why I disagree with Peter. That much more coming up on this episode of the Vic Lombardi Show. has been brought to you by Porter at Venice Hospital. Top 5% in the nation for robotic prostate surgery. I read this report where we just don't have homes anymore. Homes for sale in this area. Good luck. Good luck finding a home. These guys are laughing at me, but I speak the truth. Home sales in Denver are crazy right now. Not enough homes available. If you need to sell your home in this tight competitive market, Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team The only agent you need with the following offer. He will sell your home at a price and the time you agree on, or he'll cut you a check for five grand. How does he do it? He does it by marketing. That's the key here, out-marketing the opposition. Give him a call today, 720-600-6244. That's 720-600-6244. Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Mammoth Lacrosse returns to the Loud House on 303 Day, Saturday, March 3rd at 7 p.m. Come spend the most Colorado festive holiday with the Mammoth and their sweet Colorado-themed gear, which will be auctioned off post-game. Visit the Pepsi Center box office with a valid Colorado ID to get tickets starting at just $3.03. Offer not valid on game day. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Student loans, car loans, high-interest credit cards, debt adds up for all of us, but there are ways around it. Hey guys, it's Mark Mosier from my friends at American Financing, and I'm here to remind you that refinancing your home loan is an easy way to save a lot of money. Think of it this way. A lower interest rate means lower monthly bill payments, and mortgage interest rates are far more competitive than a student loan or credit card rate. I'm talking rates in the low single digits versus rates in the high double digits. Why wouldn't you consolidate the high interest debt by refinancing your mortgage? You'll speak with a salary-based mortgage consultant who will customize a loan for your needs. They're already saving customers up to $1,000 a month. Plus, there are no upfront fees. You could close on your new loan in as fast as 10 days and may be able to postpone up to 60 days of mortgage payments. So call American Financing today, 303-695-7000, or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit LearnWithTheAcademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's LearnWithTheAcademy.com. 
What are you going to do with your $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720-544-6456. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and, more importantly, a quick settlement in their business. I mean, he, he creates... That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay, plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC terrain on sus.net, you can focus Focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Susbuick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Four cars got tangled up on eastbound I-70 approaching 6th Avenue in the Golden Area. It's clearing up the left two lanes. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org. This accident is backing up traffic onto C-470. In addition, northbound I-25 extra heavy Santa Fe into downtown where there's an accident off to the shoulder, but it's involving a semi, a big vehicle there. What is the education of your children worth? There are children across the world who lack the privilege of going to school. Change the story for one child at Unbound. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. I mean, he, he creates angles where, like I said, when, when he creates space, you know, you jump forward, and he does a good job of jumping forward and creating fouls. I mean, he, he's a master at it, like you say. He does a good job of it, and it's a big weapon for them. And, uh, you know, he's hitting shots, too, and gets to the lane. He does a lot for their team, and, you know, he had a good night tonight. That was my question to Devin Harris last night after the game is how do you guard James Harden? Devin Harris did not have much success doing that because every time he tried to guard him, he got whistled for a foul. The end one was the big play at Pepsi Center last night as the Nuggets lose to the Rockets 119-114. You know what he does well, James Harden? And, and I broke it down. I looked at it in slow-mo, super slow-mo. Do you remember the old NBA player, World Be Free? Yeah. Do you remember him? Yeah. Do you remember what he used to do when he shot? He used to extend his legs to catch a kind foul. of a kick out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've made that illegal. You can't do that anymore. But what James Harden does, and he's an artist at it, he knows he sort of can feel where a defender is, and he has a way of jumping where he lands on the defender. And the rule of the NBA is you have to allow a guy to land. If you get in his way when he lands, that's a foul. Right. Well, James Harden, watch him shoot. Every time he shoots, he has a find of he has a way of finding a place to land that the defender is there and it warrants a foul. And it's a foul every time. It is. But it's the way he does it. Yeah, it seems like a dangerous thing to do though, right? Like that's a good Broken way to ankle. injure yourself. Yeah. yeah. Roll an ankle. Um but yeah, he has taken it and and made it an art form. But I also I mean he's one of the two or three best players in the NBA. Like the fact that the Nuggets couldn't slow him down and couldn't stop him last night, that's a shock. That's a surprise. Yeah. Nobody can. See, I, I come from the Scotty Hastings school of 
defense there in that situation. If you're going to foul, you're going to foul them anyway, right? They're going to whistle you for a yeah. foul. You're going to foul them? Foul them. Yeah, make it count. If you're going to foul them, foul them. He's going to shoot 16 free throws. That's fine. And that means eight times. But you're going to be sore. sore. You're going to be sore. I would agree with that. If he's going to, if he's going to fire off that ridiculous rake three. Yeah. You know, when your hands in the cookie jar and he goes up to shoot it, slap him in the face. That might be a bit much, but I, I do, I do hear what you're saying. I hear what you're saying. I, I think if you're going to foul, if a guy's going to draw fouls, then he needs to feel them. I am with you on that. I'm with you on that. Hell yeah. I'm dead serious. So your hands down there, he pulls up his arms to catch your hand in the cookie jar. And as you see him attempt the shot, you know the whistle's coming. Your hand comes up right across the face. Well, and you, you talk about the Scott Hastings school of fouls. I mean, that's what the 1980s, early 90s Pistons would have done. They would have made sure that James Harden felt every foul. Otherwise, I don't know how you guard him. I, I don't know another way to guard. It's easier said than done. Everybody who's a critic of defense and says, oh, I, you know, I, I challenge you to guard James Harden. He's a lefty, first of all. He's awkward, right? It's hard right. to cover lefties because you don't know what he's going to do. Right. When he drives, he drives past you because he uses his off arm to push away. I don't know how you do it. Well, but we're also, I, I think you're downplaying his skill here too. Of course. I mean, you he's gotta be great. He's, he's tough to guard going to the hoop because yeah. is there a quicker player end to end in the league? I mean, remember last year when the Nuggets yes. had the air ball down in Houston and he went yes. coast to coast in about four seconds? Yes. I mean, let's not just make it sound like the only reason he put up 41 is because he gets a lot of calls and because he knows no, how to draw fouls. He's a great basketball player. I mean, he's a great player. And it still stuns me that James Harden, Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant at one point were on the same team. Think and, about that for a second. And they didn't win a title. Think about that for a second. I know. A mid-market team that possessed all three of those weapons. Three of the five best players in the league? Easily. I mean, because you, you, you throw in Easily. Curry and you throw in LeBron. One's a former MVP. One will be the next MVP. Well, heck, two are former MVPs, correct? Yeah. Three yeah. MVPs. Durant, Westbrook. That's unbelievable to me. Harden could win it this year. Probably and, and, will. And, you know, say what you want about Presti and that Oklahoma City bunch. They've made some great moves. But who in the hell came up with the idea of keeping Serge Ibaka and company over James Harden? What a bad decision that was. Yeah. Keeping that trio together uh seems like kind of a no-brainer. Wow. See, and you don't think I could be a GM. I could have been a GM and said, hey, we're going to keep these three guys. You could have made that move. From the text line, if you want to text the show, 30933, feel free to call as well, 303-753-0950. Harden stoppers, Andre Robertson and Kawhi Leonard both out, though. You're right, both out. They won't be seeing either of those players this year. Kawhi, supposed to be out for the rest of the season, and Robertson, of course, had that devastating knee injury. Yeah. Both pretty damn good defenders against James Harden. What do those, both, both those guys have in common? They're long. They're long. And they're, Fairly quick for their size. Uh, Danny says, Harden has provided the blueprint. Someone on the Nuggets needs to take note. Well, that's easier said than done. Okay? Everybody knows how to do it, but doing it is a different thing. Well, that's my point. Yeah. Like, it, it, it's not just, hey, uh, you know, he's able to draw fouls and he's taking advantage of the... He's able to do it because he's a great player. Listen, he's Ma- skilled. Mason Plumley, the three-point line, playing that same game. Right. You're, you're not going to draw a foul. Now, could Jamal Murray and or Gary Harris develop that sure. part of their game? Yeah. Gary had a rough night, man. Gary, two for 12, missed that open three, which would have cut it to one yeah. with a minute and a half to play. 
Uh, but Gary had a rough night shooting the basketball. Even Michael Malone acknowledged that. Sometimes it's just not your name. Uh, here's more for the text line from 2007. Like the Avs coach said on this show, we need to learn how to cheat better. Yeah. I mean, that that was in reference to faceoffs. Remember that? I do. I do. There is something to that. There, it's the, it's the nuance of the game. Uh, another text. If the offensive player initiates contact, it should not be a defensive foul. I agree for the most part, unless the defensive player is in your body at the time, right? Like they, they whistled Wilson Chandler for one foul. That was a complete crock. He was just standing there with his hands literally behind his back, trying to show the ref that he's not using his hands. He was, and Harden jumped into him and he still got called. Exactly. That's a crock. But when your hands are there, and a guy jumps into your hands, that's on you. You are supposed to be entitled to your space though, right? So if uh, you, unless you, your space goes into his space. Yeah, but you can go, you can jump and you can come down and you should, you're able to land in that spot and Harden does jump into your space quite often. Uh, 2096. Hey, great hot take, James. You're trying to turn real life into reality TV and control the story. You are trying to control the story, aren't you? No. What I'm saying is NBC tried to control the story. Yeah. They tried to control the story by saying it's going to be Figure skating, and it's going to be Vaughn and Schifrin, and they didn't just let it develop. The best stories were things they weren't anticipating. Did they think the men's curling team was going to win gold? No. Did they think the U.S. women's hockey team was going to win gold? Maybe. They they figured they'd be in the gold medal game against Canada, so they dropped the ball on that one. They tried to control the story instead of just saying, hey, whatever happens, whatever develops organically, that's what we're going to cover, that's what we're going to feature, that's what we're going to focus on, and it blew up in their face. Uh, 5884 writes in, I agree the Olympics were super underwhelming this year. On that topic though, will any Nuggets make next year's Olympic team? I assume you mean the Olympic basketball team. In 2020. Not, not the curling team. Would assume. I don't, I don't, I don't think so. Well, you know. I mean, do the Nuggets have anybody that's one of the 12 or 15 best American players? Well, Jamal, Jokic will be Jamal in the Murray, Olympics. Yeah, Jokic will be for Serbia. Jamal Murray is going to play for Canada. So there's two. So that leaves that leaves Gary Harris trying to... I don't think Gary Harris is going to beat out all the guards in the Western Conference for that Olympic spot. No. Jokic played in 2016 down in Rio. Yeah, he did. So the answer to the question is yes, no. just not the U.S. team. Uh, my uh, suggestion to stopping James Harden is just to slap across the face if he tries that. Can you, can you imagine that in the middle of a game? Just an open-hand slap. <laughs> some guy, some guy texts in and says, yeah, Vic, that's a flagrant two. Yeah. My reaction is, and? Well, I think that's an extreme solution on your part, but, hey, but you can still, you can, you can get your money's worth on hey, your foul. Hey, what would Kenyon Martin do? Agreed. Always ask yourself that question. I'm with you. What would Kenyon Martin do? In fact, I'll give you a clue of what Kenyon would do if he played for the Nuggets today. My sit-down conversation with Kenyon Martin, if you thought he was good with with Nate Kreckman and Ryan Harris, which he was, this is another level, another layer of Kenyon Martin. Why did the Nuggets fall short in 2009 in the Western Conference Finals? What happened? What really happened? Kenyon has all the details coming up next on the Vic Lombardi Show. 
Mark Mosier. Just not only Eric Johnson, too, when you're talking about Anton Lindholm being out, you're talking about 40 minutes of hockey every single night that you've got to find a solution for, including your number one who plays against the other team's top line night in and night out. The Moj, weekdays 1 to 3 on Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. You're turning it over to a young guy like Nikita Zadorov. You're turning it over to Tyson Berry, Sam Gerrard, Patrick Nemeth. I mean, who's going to be the guy to do it? That's a tough thing, and this Avalanche team is going to have to find a way to press on. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to fun. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, and 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. New year, new me. You saying that to yourself? Why not do something about it, guys? Hey, it's Mark Mosier for Grossman Caprero Plastic Surgery. Make 2018 the year you do something for yourself both personally and professionally and find out what Grossman Caprero Plastic Surgery can do for you. Board certified, decades of experience, the real deal. Men of all ages looking for that edge, and now you can get it, including specialized treatment just for men. Do what I did and find out if plastic surgery is right for you. Just go to BeautifulMe.com. That's BeautifulMe.com. When it comes to learning the facts about Colorado State Tax, there is only one website that has all your answers. Colorado.gov slash tax. It's your free resource to understanding Colorado tax. No need to call when the answers are just a click away 24-7. From filing and paying your Colorado taxes to business sales tax questions and more. Visit colorado.gov slash tax. Sponsored by the Colorado Department of Revenue, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Are you looking for a new career? Well, with today's fast-paced world, content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate, making media careers in very high demand. And the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities, sports broadcasting, audio and video editing, online and social media.
multimedia content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. An accident clearing off the left two lanes. Four cars involved. Eastbound I-70 at 6th Avenue and Golden causing a delay. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Delay on C-470 because of this accident. Traffic is stopping westbound between Alameda and I-70. Every child is full of potential, but poverty will steal that potential from a child. You can change that when you become a Compassion sponsor. Go to Compassion.com slash radio to sponsor a child now. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. All right, so again, if you cannot defend James Harden under the uh, rules of the NBA, they do not allow you to defend him because he takes advantage of every rule, as we saw last night. What else can you possibly do? My suggestion the next time he sets you up for that and one with the pull your arms up and feign you got foul job, just take that arm and slap him in the face. Just a bit op- extreme. Open a, hand slap. A bit extreme. Well, again, again, there's no other way to defend him. We've established that. They don't allow you to defend him properly. So you have to take matters into your own hand. That open hand slap is all you've got left. Now, texters are laughing and mocking me. 4746, so you want a starter to get booted from a game presumably early just so he can, quote, send a message? Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You, you'd be fine with Gary Harris or Jamal Murray getting booted out of the game. No. You don't, Five it, minutes in. Doesn't have to be one of those two guys. Okay, it, so you're going to trot out the, uh, Tory Craig. Malik, Malik Beasley. Okay. Do you remember, right. do you remember Dante Jones? I do. I think he was one do of the you, under, Underappreciated guys on the 2009. Do you, do you remember how he pestered Kobe Bryant? I do. The trip. Remember? You, the, you remember yeah, that, right? I, and I, I loved it. I loved it. That's how you had to. That's how you have to play against God a guy said, like that. Do you remember what Kenyon Martin did to Dirk Nowitzki's head? Well, I remember him. Sho- I remember Kenyon shoving him out of bounds on the baseline. He basically lobotomized Dirk Nowitzki for that series. Uh, yeah, and and look, I have no problem with your idea of being physical with him. Because you're right. It's, it's not just physical. It is mental war play. Do you understand I, I, where yeah. I'm going here? No, I, I agree with you. I just think you're, I, I think the slapping him across the face is, you know, taking it too far. But hey, hard fouls on the forearm? No problem with that. I mean, he, a, a few, you know, marks and bruises after the game? Just no problem with that. Good, you know, the kind of slap that you can hear all the way across the gym. When a guy goes it's to be the hard, hoop, though, because he's got all that hair. When a guy goes to the hoop, and he gets knocked to the ground. No problem with that. No problem with that. Well, listen to this interview, and then tell me if you change your tune. For those who think I'm being crazy here, tell me if you change your tune regarding how you cover James Harden. Got a chance to sit down with Kenyon Martin last Friday. Of course, Kenyon, Allen Iverson, 
Marcus Camby, all honored at uh, Pepsi Center Friday night for 2000s night. Tell you, um, sitting down also with Allen Iverson was very few athletes that come through. I still get, whoa, that's Allen Iverson. Yeah. That's Bubba Chuck. But Kenyon Martin was unreal in an interview format. The entire interview will run on Altitude TV at some point, but I just wanted to let you hear a portion of the interview uh, where we went back and uh, talked about the 2005 Western Conference Finals. Marcus Camby was not on that team, by the way. Yep, we learned that last but week. But Kenyon was, and the Nuggets fell short to the Lakers. So what happened? Here we are, nine, ten years later. How ticked are you to this day that you couldn't beat the Lakers in those Western Conference Finals? Partially my fault. Uh, I, threw really? the ball. No, I threw the ball away out of bounds. Play man went out no timeouts. They took Carmelo away. I threw the ball away out of bounds. But wait, wait, was that the AC play? Because people he threw away AC. one game. I threw it away the next game. It was a game in LA. He threw it away. Threw Lamar Odom, and I threw it away the game here. Because we ran the same exact play. Zipper Melo up. Mm-hmm. They're gonna take him away. They knew it was coming. We ran yeah. the exact same play. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we had ran that exact same play for three rounds. Yeah. Sounds like you first round. What would you have done differently? Got to switch it up. Yeah. Like everybody know where the ball mm-hmm. going. Mm-hmm. Run a different set. The ball can still end up in the same spot. Mm-hmm. Just do something different. Were you as talented or more talented than that Laker team? We could beat them. Man. We had them. Yeah. You would, no, you would have beaten Orlando no in the finals. What? Who yeah. spanked Orlando? Yeah. Who that? Dwight. Not a chance. Yeah. Not a chance. Yeah. Man, I would have talked so bad to him, man, from day one. Taken right out of his game. Right from the get-go. Man, I would have hit him, knocked him down, stepped over him, dared, saw him in the back. Listen, man, he wouldn't have hit Oh, man, not a chance. Dude, man, I'm talking to, like, my brother here because people don't understand that aspect of the game. Even when I go play rec ball, people don't understand the game isn't one just athletically. Not the game's all, one. If you, you can beat a guy mentally. I got you. And he's limited. Like, we, like, man, that, that, like, hats off to the Lakers. They deal with that. I'm saying? But we know. It's how you beat Dirk and the Mavs. You had them mentally. Yeah, man. It's the yeah. mental edge. Yeah. Like, Dirk, a great basketball yeah. player. You ain't going to take that away from him. Mm-hmm. So, what else can I do? I'll rough him up. Knock him down. I got fined. Game one, I got fined. 25,000. Yeah. Pushed him out of bounds. He flopped with it. 25,000. Talking about I was trying to intimidate the game. Well, I'll take that. I'll take that on the chin for my guys. Should have passed the hat around. Yeah, but Dirk knew what he was getting into. Yeah. He knew. Yeah. That day, like he knew what he was getting into. When they saw who was playing in the second, oh, like, I, yeah, got to bring it. Yeah. And I'm, I accept that. I accept the challenge, man. Every, everybody and anybody, man, I accept it. All right, this is the last one. And this is how passionate this man is and how intimidating he was, even from a media perspective. I can't remember the playoff series. Maybe it was San Antonio. You guys get eliminated. I'm doing a live shot in the locker room. I'm in front of Kenyon Mark live. You're taking your shoes off, you're, you're barefoot. I'm in my Italian loafers, and I stepped on your toes, man, live. 
I thought I was going to die right there in the locker room, man. You were so mad. I mean, some punk just sitting there doing television, stepping on your toes. It's mad enough that you guys lost the series. Here I am stepping on your toes. I don't know if you remember that, but I certainly do. I can only imagine. And I apologize. Yeah, no, I could only imagine the, probably the look I gave you. I probably didn't even say that. It was probably the look. No. It was probably like... If I could snatch your head off yes, your shoulders. Yes, you would. If I could snatch yeah. your head off your shoulders right now, I would. You didn't have to say you know anything. Like, I, I, I know escorted myself out. I know the look. <laughs> I, I, I know the look. I give it to. I, I, I gave it to a man yesterday at the bar. I parked in my car the other day. Like yesterday in L.A. Like. Like he was joking, but I just don't do well with certain jokes. And the look you gave Jr. when he filled your cup popcorn. Well, that was gonna be physical. Yes, it was. Like, yeah, that kind of thing. But nah, man, I know the look, man. But nah, it was one of them situations, man. Um, if we had just lost yeah. playoffs, yeah, I probably was in a horrible mood. <laughs> and you to step on my toe, yeah, that yeah. was. That was yeah. Well, I'm glad we didn't talk about nah. them, man. Yes, sir. Thanks, Kevin. Yes, Appreciate it, Kenya Martin. That's awesome, dude. That's gold, man. We got gold right there. Yeah, he still intimidates me, uh, understandably. W- what he had to say, though, about how he would have uh, attacked Dwight Howard, what he did against Dirk Nowitzki. How perfect is that? It's spot on. Of it's course spot it on. is. And I also, and HW always blames Anthony mm-hmm. Carter. I think we all blame Anthony Carter. He only threw the ball away once. Yeah. I, I had forgotten forgot that it was about Kmart yeah. here that couldn't get the ball and inbound. I believe Trevor Ariza was a guy who stole yes. Kenyon's inbound. They ran the same play. It didn't work in LA. You threw it away and you ran the same inbounds play. How infuriating is that? Yeah. God, that makes me mad. Now I'm mad. At the same time, what makes me mad is knowing that the Nuggets would have been NBA champions that year. They would have beat Orlando. They would, the, 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 think about it. The Denver Nuggets would have had an NBA championship banner. If they beat LA in that series and they win a title. Did you hear his reaction to Dwight Howard? Yeah, he scoffed. Oh. He scoffed. <laughs> That was a young Dwight Howard too, so I think it would have been even easier to get in his head. If they, if they beat the Lakers, and then I think everybody agrees they would have beat Orlando, and they win a title, then is Melo the greatest player in franchise history? No. He led them to an NBA title. No. He led them to an NBA title, and he's not the greatest player in franchise history? No. Because I got a lot of grief on Twitter about that this weekend, and I was told I don't have perspective. Like, I just started following this team eight years ago. You are new to this. I've been going to games since David Thompson was in the lineup. Yeah. I've seen them all play. You get, you see, the problem with you, though, is you fall in love with just one end of the floor. You don't understand the whole game. Oh, yeah, because Alex was a great defender. He's a great rebounder. <laughs> Come on. Look at his rebounding stats. Do you think his rebounding stats were significantly better than Melo? Yes. Okay, I'll I'll look him up. I don't. And block shots. Alex English was a great scorer. Okay, he was a great scorer. I mean, you you can't make the argument that that Mello isn't the best player in franchise history when you're picking a guy who was one dimensional too. He, he didn't play this, defense. Turn this to different directions every time. This well, is always supposed to be about applauding hard physical play, the mental battles that take place during the course of a game. If the Nuggets. Had a Kenyon Martin type, a guy who's willing to take on a $25,000 fine, as you just heard there, to help his team. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine? Again, everybody's, oh, you can't do that to Harden because you're going to get hit with a flagrant two. You think Kenyon cares? No. Well, it was a, that was a well-constructed team because they had guys who would do those they things. They had everything. You know? They had the mild-mannered leader 
Chauncey Billups, the leader. They had the score, Carmelo. The face of the franchise was Melo. They had the, the guy, they had two guys who would do the dirty work. Dante Jones and Kenyon Martin. Yep. Nene, you could score in the post. post. Exactly. You're right about the perfect construction. They just couldn't beat the damn Lakers. They had them beat in two games and couldn't get the ball inbounds. NHL trade deadline coming up at 1 o'clock today. We'll visit with Kyle Keefe at 9. We'll also talk about, uh, well, there's some talk about the, uh, the Broncos and Kirk Cousins heating up. Combine is this week. This is when the agents go into town and they talk numbers. What number will it take for the Broncos to sign Kirk Cousins? And is it smart? You got the Vic Lombardi show. The KSE Parker Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Jokic has come to play tonight. He just does it all the time. Put the team on his back in the fourth quarter. Game Landis job. It's a hat trick for the captain. That's what I like. Threes worth more than two. Denver's All Sports Station, Altitude 950. Now back to Vic Lombardi. Monday morning, you got the Vic Lombardi show. Our Power Five question of the day coming up here at 8.15. You know what I ended up watching Saturday? Just one of those lazy Saturdays, and this was on, I think it was like 11 a.m., the timeline with Peyton Manning. Do you remember that timeline where they go through his entire career about how much of a student of the game he really was? Yeah. They had him mic'd up during Broncos practices. They had him mic'd up when he was rehabbing in Tennessee and Duke. And you saw the inside, what makes Peyton Manning tick. And, And I've seen this several times, but I couldn't stop watching. And it just goes to show you what we had here, what we really have here, that culture that is Peyton Manning. Not a player, not practice, not a game. The culture that is Peyton Manning. Well, and it, he set the tone for the entire franchise, right? And people, and, and I, you know, it comes up on my my time hop all the time of me arguing with people about Peyton Manning. People didn't appreciate Peyton Manning when he was here. People were quick to want to run him out of town and turn the page from Peyton Manning. We became impatient, which was ridiculous. And I would take Peyton Manning now, today, over anybody on their roster and over anybody that's a free agent. I would take Peyton Manning having not played for two years over Kirk Cousins, A.J. McCarron, anybody. There's that one scene in the timeline where they're sitting in the meeting room, the Broncos meeting room, and Brock Osweiler and Zach Dysart were the backup quarterbacks at the time. Okay. And Peyton walks in, and the weekend, uh, I think it was a bye week, so they're all getting ready to prepare for the next game. Peyton walks into the meeting room, and he pulls out of his pocket a napkin with all these notes. And they're laughing at him, saying, what are these notes? He goes, yeah, on my flight in, I took notes of the upcoming blah, blah, blah. He had, like, so many notes on this old napkin. But that's Peyton constantly learning, constantly taking down notes to to better himself. Always working on his craft. Yes. So it is the one thing I agree with you on when it comes to Paxton Lynch. Because he's apparently at the opposite end of the, that spectrum. But here's, I think, where we we disagree. 
I think you can mature, grow up, and learn that a little bit. I mean, I, Peyton's just wired that way, right? People, people are either wired well, to be hard workers or they're I, not. What I told you last last year, the most last week, the most successful people in the world, they live their jobs. They don't do it. Correct. You, you know, he lived football. He was football. Tom Brady is football. It's not. I'm going to work today, honey. Hey, I'll I'll be back. No, 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 no. Work comes with me everywhere I go. It's who I am. And I don't know that that's a, a switch you can necessarily flip, but I do think you can get better at it. I think Paxton Lynch could could have that instilled in him. He's never going to be Peyton Manning, but that's an unrealistic expectation. There's like three guys like that. Never turns it off. Ever. Ever. So Ever. is the guy that the Broncos are potentially going to give $100 million to wired that way? Well, here's the latest, in case you haven't heard, over the weekend, big move in Jacksonville. The Jags extend Blake Bortles' contract, three years, $54 million. So they're out of the Kirk Cousins derby. Yes. The teams remaining, we assume, are these three. The Broncos, the Jets, and Minnesota. Those are the three teams vying for the services, possibly Arizona. Yeah, I was going to throw Arizona into the mix. Um. Yeah, and I, and I tweeted it over the weekend, one of my rare tweets anymore, Vic. Uh, what happened down in Jacksonville just makes it more likely that John Elway makes the move that eventually gets him fired. So you believe signing Kirk Cousins here, no matter what, is a bad move? Yes. Well, uh, you can't say no matter what. If they got him at a great price. What, what is a great price anymore? $15 million a year, and know, he's going to be know, double that. You know that's not happening. I know. You so, know that's not happening. But but you can't say no matter what, okay. because there is a scenario in which it wouldn't be a disaster. Sure. But long-term contract, big guaranteed money, $30 million a year that's hitting your cap, that is a terrible contract. That is a bad move. That is going to set this franchise back, or whatever franchise signs him, set him back for a decade. Well, you need not worry, my friend, because the Broncos are not going to be able to afford Kirk Cousins. Well, they can make some moves and be able to afford him. He is going to go to the highest bidder, and he should. And here's one thing, a point of contention I have with the great Peter King, who in today's Monday morning quarterback column, uh-huh. here's what he wrote, and you tell me what you think about this. Cousins may decide he wants to go to a team ready to win now. Say he decides his best option is Denver. I doubt Cousins will say he has to make as much in Denver as the highest bidder if he has his mind set on the Broncos. To me, that type of scenario is the only way he doesn't end up at $30 million annually or north of that. What is wrong with that paragraph? What, what, where's Peter King's mistake in listening to what I just read? It's, it's in the notion that this is his best chance to win necessarily. I mean, are, are we missing something? Why does everybody assume plugging in Kirk Cousins here automatically makes the Broncos the best chance to win scenario? Well, if you pl- if you plug Kirk Cousins into this exact roster and you didn't have to make any changes in order to be able to afford him, they'd be a good they'd be a pretty darn good team, oh, better than the Jets. Yeah. Why? Based on what? The Jets don't have this defense. The Jets don't have Von Miller. Finished with the same damn record. I I get it, but the the Broncos. Okay. All right. Better than Minnesota? No. Not even close. Uh, so, so, Not even close. And so if he's saying all this, this, these aren't the Broncos of the Peyton Manning era. These aren't the Broncos of two, three years ago. There is, there are different holes on this team. Defensively, I'm fine with you. I, I'm not going to argue the, de- the defense. There are so many offensive holes that you can't make that assertion 
plugging one guy in turns you into a Super Bowl team. It's not, it's not the case. They don't have any more holes offensively than they had when they won Super Bowl 50. CJ was, CJ's still the running back. They didn't have a great tight end that year. Julius Thomas wasn't here. They have the same two receivers and their offensive line is patchwork. James, James. There was a great deal of fortune that winning that suit. Come on. I I understand. Do you believe that formula will work again? No, which is why I told everybody that that Trevor Simeon was going to be a disaster. Of course I don't think it's going to work, but it's roughly the same roster. It's basically the same roster. So, but I just find it curious that a national writer believes what a lot of people believe that all you have to do is plug a guy. Wait, what is this? Is that Rocky? That's Rocky. Walking around the office. Is that the Rocky? Can somebody bring Rocky in here, please? Come on in. Rocky, the mascot, has arrived. What's up, Rock? This will be a tough interview since he doesn't speak, but Rock is here. He's on the mic right now. He's into the mic, and he, he comes bearing goods, by the way. Bearing gifts. At least that's what we understand. Dude, dude, you know how to get to me. You know what I love. Breakfast burritos from Santiago's of all places. These are my favorite. Dude, thank you so much, Rock. Appreciate it. Rock was in uh, one of the suites last night at the Nuggets game. He doesn't even give James a high five. Leaves me hanging. He he knows your history. Yeah. Rock was in one of the Nuggets games. I got to tell you this, Rock. My mom was in uh, Bill Hensick's suite last night, and you went there with the silly string, and you killed her hair. She's so mad at you right now. She she just got a hairdo last night, and you killed it. She's so angry. Uh, the reason Rocky's here, he's here to remind us of what's taking place tomorrow night. Nuggets, Clippers, national televised, 8.30 start. Coach Malone came on these airwaves last week and said what? Uh, he said anybody who goes to the game, he is going to give them $10 to use at the concession stands on whatever they want. So a beer, a pizza, pretzel, Coke, ten you bucks. name it, 10 bucks from the coach. Can you imagine having to do a show with all this going on? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> By the way, are you wearing some Drakkar Noir? Yeah, you you wear a nice cologne. I smell it. Fantastic. Yeah. Can you imagine what it smells like inside that thing? Yeah, After you're going to need a lot lot more than oh. Drakkar Noir. Dude, yeah, that's the vote. Did you vote for me? I hope you did. Damn it. We haven't we haven't the results yet, but uh, Rocky came bearing gifts for us this morning on Altitude 950 as a reminder for all of you tomorrow night as he's giving me a massage. If you go to the Nuggets Clippers game, buy a ticket. On that ticket, Coach Malone has promised you 10 extra bucks to use for whatever you please. He's now eating microphones. So buy your tickets at Nuggets.com, and when your ticket is scanned as you enter Pepsi Center, you get your $10 credit. Use it at concession stands for whatever you want, beer, pretzel, pizza, you name it. All I care about is I got this Santiago's burrito I'm about to engage in shortly. Rock, thanks, buddy. We're back after this on the Vic Lombardi Show. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit echohearingcenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit echohearingcenter.com.
Right now at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104th, they have the savings you're looking for. Hey, it's Mark Mosier. They need to sell 117 before month's end, so they're ready to make you a deal. Plus, they'll even match your down payment up to $2,500 on any new or used vehicle and receive two years of maintenance with every purchase. Matching down only happens in February, so get it now. Off I-25 and 104th. Online at Larry H. Miller Nissan 104.com. Driven by you. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. Darren College, a former NFL Super Bowl champion, signed the most important contract of his life to serve in the Army National Guard. The National Guard for me was a perfect fit. I've had a lot of military in my family. It's a big part of what uh, my family's done for a long time. I'm, I want to go out there and make a difference. I want to be a part of something bigger than myself. I didn't find that in the normal day-to-day life. I didn't find that work behind a desk. I realized being hands-on and being a soldier was something that would keep me active, keep me outside, keep me in the, that team environment that I craved and that I needed so much. And then the opportunity to serve my community and serve my country was just icing on the cake. I wanted to be in Boise, Idaho. I wanted to be home. The National Guard gave me the opportunity to stay right where I was to serve my country and my community. And it was the best of both worlds. I grew up flying bush planes in Alaska with my dad. I was fortunate enough to get my pilot's license. I wanted to be in helicopters. I wanted to be a crew chief. The Army National Guard gave me a chance to fly helicopters now instead of fixed-wing air To learn how to be part of the Army National Guard, log on to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Colorado Army National Guard. Aired by the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. Construction season is in full swing, and Brandon Sand and Gravel is ready and able to hire now. Paid training starts as soon as pre-employment is complete. So plan on attending the hiring event Saturday, March 10th from 9 to 3 at Brandon Sand and Gravel at 5880 Lippin Street in Denver. Brandon has endless opportunities for all levels and will be performing on-site interviews and making immediate job offers. All offers are contingent on background check, drug screening, and physical. So make plans to attend the huge hiring event at Brandon Sand and Gravel Saturday, March 10th from 9 to 3 at 5880 Lippin Street in Denver. The Altitude 950 traffic update. A four-car accident blocking the left two lanes eastbound I-70 at 6th Avenue in the Golden Area is causing a delay through that area and stop traffic westbound C-470 between Morrison Road and I-70. Traffic is brought to you by Compassion International. Right lane crash clearing on I-25 southbound approaching Highway 36 with backups. Every child is full of potential, but poverty will steal that potential from a child. You can change that when you become a Compassion sponsor. Go to Compassion.com slash radio to sponsor. Sponsor a child now. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Mm. This Santiago's burrito, breakfast burrito, so good. How's yours? You're killing me, Vic. How's yours, James? You're killing me. Mm. I hit the spot. Special thanks to Rocky for bringing in burritos this morning. As a reminder, tomorrow night's Nuggets-Clippers game. Coach Malone offering $10 reward for every ticket. You buy a ticket to the game, 10 bucks on top of that ticket to buy whatever you please at the concessions. Perhaps a burrito. So what, why don't you dig into yours? Um, well, it's, uh, it's, it's half and half, which I don't know what that means. Um, but, yeah, I'm assuming there's things in here I can't eat. Why? Are you allergic? No. No, 
So now you're you're going with the, I I shouldn't say I can't eat it. I'm I'm choosing not to it's, eat it. Well, I'm eating I it. I don't eat it. You don't is have that a, better. There's no peanuts. You don't have a peanut allergy. This is true. I won't die if I eat this burrito. Yeah, that so, is true. And that's the problem I have with your choice of diet. What do you mean problem you well, have with it? it well, you look down on me because I'm eating a burrito. I don't look down on you at all. Yes, you do. I said you're killing me because it looks good. It but smells good. In a roundabout sure way, I eat the burrito and I know exactly what you're thinking. No, oh, he's gonna die soon. That's not what I'm thinking at all. You're able to eat that kind of food and still be healthy and fit and trim. I'm an I can't. Elite athlete. I can't. In order to be an elite athlete, I have to pass on the Santiago. That is free. such bull. It isn't bull. Yes, it is, and you know it, man. I'm no, I'm down 20 pounds. The results are there. You could be down 20 pounds by other means. Yeah, like running okay. 12 miles well, a day. Do it. I don't want to do that. I could just pass on a burrito. 90 days. 20 pounds. Cuban Benny uh, results are in on the text line. Rocky's been one of the best mascots in sports for a long time. Is there a 70-year-old dude in there or what? I don't know, but he's still pretty nimble. I know. Whatever his age is, have you seen him do those acrobatics at the game? He uh, he hasn't lost a step. Warning, says this texter, do not eat the burrito in front of Chester. Well, I already have. Yeah, too late. Too late. Uh, Vixter, get the damn periscope back up, dude. Uh, don't worry, we got video of what transpired in the last segment. We'll send it out soon. We were talking about, uh, the Broncos and, uh, the flight for Kurt's cousins, cause Chester believes what many, that it's a bad move regardless. You don't go get Kurt cousins unless you can get him for how much? 15 15. Million? And they're never, he's never like coming la- for 15. I'm like laughing at that. I'm number. not suggesting he's gonna come here for 15. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that would make it Fine with me, but it's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. If if you give him a hundred million dollars guaranteed, which it may be that it legitimately may be that, um, thirty million dollars a year is a cap hit. It, it, you're gonna that albatross is gonna handcuff this franchise for a decade, and it'll it'll be the move that eventually gets John Elway fired. I don't think John Elway should be fired. People don't read my no. tweets properly. I'm saying that move would end up getting him fired because it would be a colossal mistake. It is the uh, Combine Week at uh, NFL headquarters as the NFL moves to Indianapolis this week, as they do every year. Scouts, front office types, agents. This is where deals are made. This is where the Peyton Manning deal was made several years ago at the Combine. And chief among the rumors and stories and reports, because nothing's official till March 14th, the Chiefs are trading away Marcus Peters to the L.A. Rams? What are the Chiefs doing? He's 25 years old. This kid is like a turnover machine. A young, elite cornerback, and they are sending him out of town. Now, he did have some issues this year. He had some meltdown moments. Remember, he left the game. He went shoeless, didn't return. Right. There was the game in in Washington, wasn't that, where he threw something into the stands and got booted? Listen, flag. he's a a handful. Yeah. He's a handful. So is Aqib Tlaib. And I don't want to see Aqib Tlaib get run out of town. I think that would be a mistake by the Broncos. Now, is Marcus Peters the kind of leader? Uh, does he set the tone? Kind of give, does he give that Chiefs defense the edge that Aqib Tlaib gives the Broncos? Mm, probably not. But man, that is a tough position to fill. And you know when you've what? got one. At the age 25 too, you know what this smacks of? That's a decision made by a higher up. That's a, that's an owner's decision. That's not made by a coach who that's knows not, he can help yeah, you win. That's not an, in my opinion, that is not an Andy Reid decision. You don't take a a turnover magnet and say, "Bye." Yeah, 
You just don't do that. That's somebody who doesn't jive up top with Marcus Peters and decides to let him go. So where's he going? He's going to the L.A. Rams. He'll be playing for a defensive coordinator who welcomes one and all. Uncle Wade will take care of Marcus Peters. Wade Phillips will find a way to uh, make Marcus Peters uh, successful in L.A. We'll put it that Pro way. bowler. Yeah, without a doubt. Perhaps without an all-pro. I mean, that defense, dude, just gets better and better and better. They were already a very good defense with arguably the best defensive player in the league in the middle of their defensive line. I mean, Aaron Donald is unblockable at times. And now you're just adding more pieces? That Rams team is good. I'm somewhat shocked as what what the Kansas City Chiefs are doing. They they let go of their quarterback. And now there's obvious reasons for that. Patrick Mahomes is ready to play. Yeah. All right, I get that. I get it. I don't get this. There's more to it. Well, and it, it just makes with, with the situation the Broncos are in all that much more frustrating because this division is winnable. It's so winnable. The, the Chiefs are taking a short-term step backward, right? Going with essentially a rookie quarterback. He's played one game. They're gonna, they're gonna have some struggles. The Raiders are coming off a bad year. I do think Gruden is gonna, is gonna be a good hire, but you have a brand new head coach who hasn't been in that job for a decade. The Chargers are the Chargers. This division is so winnable, but it wouldn't matter if they get Kirk Cousins or anybody else. Cause here's the other thing. And I want to get back to this, this Peter King column. They're still a poorly coached football team. That's the, at the end of the day, why would Kirk Cousins want to come here and play for Vance Joseph? Well, again, I, I read what Peter King wrote today and I'll read it again. Cousins may decide he wants to go to only a team ready to win now. Says he decides his best option may be Denver. So why is, in the, in the eyes of Peter King, why is Denver, why are the Broncos the best ready to win now team out there? I don't know. How are they more ready to win now than Minnesota? Well, they're not the Minnesota. They are than the Jets. Well, and, and, and I get what he's saying in terms of it's basically the same roster that won a Super Bowl other than the quarterback two years ago. The problems that they have are the same problems they had on that team. They didn't have a, a breakaway running back. They had a patchwork offensive line. They didn't have a game-breaking tight end who was a matchup nightmare. They didn't have any of those things when they won the Super Bowl. They also had Peyton Manning, which everybody downplayed and underappreciated at the time. They also had something that you never take into account, which is always a factor in pro sports, any sport. They had fortune. They did. I No, I'll, I'll, I'll take that into account. But here's the big difference. The number one difference, obviously, is quarterback. Here's the other big difference. Who was the head coach of that team? Who was the defensive coordinator on that team? Those guys aren't here anymore. I mean, Gary Kubiak's back in the building, but if the Broncos had hired Kyle Shanahan and kept Wade Phillips, and that was the coaching staff, then it's a ready-to-win place. Then it's more attractive. But they got a guy who in Week 17 was still fiddling with his headset, trying to figure out how to talk to everybody. I mean, that's that's the, the head coach of a team you think's ready to win? Give me a break. From 7264, and this is going to... This is going to make you go crazy. I, I get it. So I'm reading this with caution. Texter writes, the most surreal moment this morning, Manchester mentioning PFM and Paxton in the same breath, even with a half dozen qualifiers. What? Did you do that? I did. I maybe I said, went over my head. I, no, I said it's where you? I agree with you, that he doesn't have that trait, that Paxton oh. Lynch doesn't work at the game, that he doesn't have a the work ethic that a guy like Peyton Manning has. Okay. But I do think you can... Get better at that as you get older. I don't think he's ever going to be Peyton Manning in that regard, but I think you can get better at it. Yes. 824, time now for our Power 5 question of the day. 
What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power Five. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. Manchester's hot take this morning was a takedown of the Winter Olympiad. He says NBC is to blame for our disinterest in the Olympic Games. Yes. So our question to you for our Power 5 question of the game, you may agree, you may disagree. What would you do to make the Olympics better? How would you craft the Olympiad to make it more appealing again? It's not what it once was. We can all agree there. Correct. The Olympics aren't what they were 20 years ago. What do you do moving forward to make the Olympics better? Any suggestions? And, you know, don't give me the crazy change of sports thing. You know, BMX sword fighting. Don't, I'm not going to. Right. That's. Well, what's an example? Like I did, NBC did uh, one thing this year that I really liked. During the figure skating, they had the score being tabulated as you went. So you could kind of see like, all right, he's on pace. And then they had the little green light, yellow light, red light for each move that they had to do. Mm -hmm. And then it was, did they nail it? Did they kind of get it? Or did they botch it? That was cool because none of us know when we're watching subjective sports. Mm-hmm. what the score is going to be. I mean, I, I spent all day Saturday at a gymnastics meet. I have no idea if they're going to get a 12.2 or 8.8. I have no idea. So I do think that was an improvement. Makes it easier to watch. Um, but they need to do a better job of showing us all the sports. It was, I, I, I mean, you, we watched downhill for three straight well, nights. There, there are so many channels though. If you want a particular sport, they've got a channel for it. Yeah, but come on. It's all, what's on NBC in primetime? Is what's that, Mike Tirico okay, talking fine, about? Fine. Well, then eliminate the damn closing ceremony because that was boring. I don't want There's parades. no need for that. It's I, like a parade. I don't care. I would agree with that. But there are people who do. There are families, again, who sat last night and said, let's watch the closing ceremony together. I got my family together. We made it through three minutes before we went to watch repeats of ridiculousness. So you don't you don't want to change the sport. So we can't go with my idea of uh have the top three or four people in the downhill all, all ski at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, that would be damn cool. That would be great. Um. How about you blame NBC? How about we're in that era of of reality television? We're in that era of where athletes control the message, right? Uh LeBron has his uninterrupted program going. Everybody has a podcast. How about each of the athletes walk around with a camera all day? And that's what they are. That's what they do. You follow Lindsey Vaughn. Every move. It's reality television meets the Olympics. Her conversations, her warm-ups. Everything. Would I, that help? It would be better. Yeah. I just, it was, it was really strange. And it's not like this is the first Olympics where it seems like it's been prepackaged and it's all been about the, the stories and it hasn't really been about the sport. Like I actually think it was too much about the sport this time around. Like every time I tuned in, it was, it was the damn downhill. Like give me some sort of story that tugs at the heartstrings. Well, something. How about the U.S. men's curling team winning gold? It was great. And I didn't really see much about it. How about the U.S. women winning gold in hockey? And it happened in the middle of the night, and then they replayed it at 2 o'clock the next day, and by the following night in primetime, I didn't see anything about it. They some, were too busy showing me the Super G. Yeah, some of these suggestions coming down on the text line right now. NBC could start by ceasing to jam figure skating down our throats. Agreed. Well, again, they're appealing to the biggest common denominator, and that's the biggest audience. For some reason, there are 50-year-old housewives who still enjoy watching Double axles and but, triple axles. But did it appeal to them this year? Did it? Like I, I, I haven't I seen the ratings, but 
there wasn't an American in the in the hunt really for anything, so I don't know that that was all that appealing. Uh, next texture, get the NHL back in the Olympics. Good for the NHL. Good for the Olympics. Good for NBC who shows NHL regular season. I just, you know, it's just a, an awkward break in the schedule. It's a three it week break that I, I'm always I've always been of the opinion that pros shouldn't be in the Olympics anyway. I I don't like that. I I think it's all amateurs. But whatever, I get it. You're right. Hockey didn't mean as much. Did we really even get to see much of it? Did did NBC on their main primetime? Well, they didn't give it much attention because showcase. they didn't give it much attention. I mean, the, the pros weren't there, but didn't introduce us to the guys that are there. You know, the biggest problem with the Olympics is the the time change in the venue. The next Winter Olympiad is in Beijing. Mm-hmm. Now, I I'm no climatologist. You know, I I have I don't own a Doppler. I've seen a few. But Winter Olympics in Beijing? What are you doing? You might as well hold it in Palm Springs. Well, as we learned in The More You Know, it'll become the first city to ever host a summer and a Winter Olympics. Uh, What's going on? It doesn't make any sense to me. You got the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. Okay, you're at that point now. I have a friend of mine who has to sell a house and move into a house and has to do it quickly. I got just the guy for you. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call. Why? Because he's going to make you the following offer. He will put your home at a price and a time to sell it. And if you don't get it done, he'll cut you a check for $5,000. That's how confident he is. He's confident in his marketing system to sell homes. Give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation, no high pressure, no risk here for you. 720 720- 600-6244. Alpha 2950 is the Nugget Station. Pass over to Murray, wide open three. Give it to him. And every week, we've got head coach Michael Malone. I have to give a huge shout out to all of our fans. Our attendance is up 25%. We owe it to our fans. On Tuesday night, national TV game against the Clippers. Any fan that comes to the Pepsi Center that night, Vic, we're going to give a $10 voucher. You want to buy a beer, a soda, a pretzel, nacho, whatever it is. Yeah! Thank you for making the Pepsi Center one of the toughest places to play in the NBA. Listen for Coach Malone Wednesday at 7.15 with Vic Lombardi of the only station that gives you this much access to your Denver Nuggets. Altitude 950. Have you ever wanted to refinance your mortgage but didn't want to start a 30-year loan again? Hey, this is Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing, and let me tell you, they can help. When refinancing to eliminate mortgage insurance, lower your rate, or consolidate high-interest debt, you don't have to worry about resetting your loan. Because at American Financing, they offer 9, 13, or 18-year loans, really any term you need. It's truly a custom loan. You choose the term based on your budget, and they'll find the most competitive interest rate. It's your mortgage, your way. Plus, with a fixed rate, no matter where interest rates go, yours stays the same. Monthly payments won't increase. It just takes one call to their salary-based mortgage consultants. They'll guide you through the options and will customize the right program to achieve your financial goals. They may even get you closed in as fast as 10 days. So get started now. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey, this is Jerry from Colorado Off-Road. Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Why do you shop Colorado Off-Road? 
I've always been taken very good care of. Your staff is always walking around with a smile. They've always helped me out with everything I needed from exhausts to tires to tonneau covers for the back of my truck. Colorado Off-Road has always taken very good care of me. Thanks, Riley. We appreciate that. We always want our customers walking out with a smile on their face, happy and taken care of. Located in Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy, behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. Do you have a hankering for some real, authentic, quality Colorado Mexican food? Make your way down to Real de Minas. Experience the ambiance and taste of Mexico with their meals prepared from the freshest of ingredients. And when you're in the mood to unwind, the happy hours at Real de Minas will help. Live music, karaoke, and delicious, authentic Mexican food. It's Real de Minas with four convenient locations. Find the location closest to you and drool over their online menu at Real de Minas Restaurant. What are you going to do with your $5,000? First Transit is hiring full-time bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. You'll earn competitive pay and have great benefits. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Go to work for First Transit, hiring bus drivers and experienced diesel mechanics. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. More information at 720-544-6450. The Pepsi Center is always rocking when Mammoth Lacrosse is in town. You may not be prepared for us, but all are welcome to join the Loud House. Don't miss it. Tickets are on sale now. Check it out at coloradomammoth.com. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Next time you want to drive up the hill to play at the casinos in Central City, don't crawl up that old twisty canyon stuck behind slow buses and gravel trucks. Do what I do. Take I-70 to the Central City Casino Parkway. It's a quick, easy, scenic drive. And best of all, it's a modern four-lane highway. Central City offers everything you need. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, and live casino action day or night. So remember, don't take old twisty. Cruise I-70 to the parkway and take the four lanes to fun. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Lanes are finally open eastbound I-70 around 6th Avenue after having two lanes blocked. They're causing a big delay. Traffic is brought to you by Unbound.org, but still trying to recover on westbound C-470 because of that earlier accident. It is still delayed on westbound C-470 between 285 and I-70. What is the education of your children worth? There are children across the world who lack the privilege of going to school. Change the story for one child at Unbound. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Let me tell you what the uh, rundown reads here. At uh, what, what time is it? It's 835. Yeah. So in this segment, the rundown, not that we abide by the rundown, my fault, says here, um, Let's read some of our favorite texts in regard to the Power Five, which we will. And what were what regrets does Vic have from his campaign? As if to say it's it's over. Does somebody know right. something I don't? Uh, well, if they do, 
Uh, I don't know it either. Somebody knows. Somebody knows the result, right? The campaign, the, the, the election is over. It ended last night at 11.59 p.m. For the train. For the train. Voice of the well, DIH. And, and the entire system went down, apparently, yes. last night. You crashed the system because so yes. many people were going on to vote for you. Well, I bought 8 million IP addresses at around 8 p.m. last night. You bought 8 million IP address- addresses? It was not cheap. You know, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Was not cheap. So the rundown says to talk about that. Uh, I care not to discuss it until we get the results, so we'll move on. Our Power 5 question of the day, since the Olympics at times were unwatchable, I mean, 20 years from now, I, I'm not going to look back at this Winter Olympiad with fond memory. I, there's really nothing to remember. I know. Like, you know, every Olympic Games has something. You know, Missy Franklin. Correct. Something. Correct. There's always something at an Olympics where you think, wow, that was an Olympics to remember. Christy Yamaguchi. Nadia Mayer. Komenichi. Something. There is nothing from these Olympics that I'm going to go down in, in history and say, wow, Pyeongchang was really fun. Well, and I think it's because the events that NBC decided to focus on, the Americans didn't do very well. Right? So I, I don't think it's a, a bad thing that I wasn't that interested if it wasn't Americans contending. I wasn't, and they weren't really contending, at least they didn't seem to be, in the events that NBC decided to cram down so our throat. what can they do to make the Olympics watchable again, interesting again? On the text line, Drew chimes in, start Fantasy Olympics, a Fantasy Olympics league like, <laughs> like Fantasy Football. People tend to tune in more when there's competition or money. Hey, 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 he's on to something there. He is. A, a betting line. Yeah. Y- you know? I'd be more inclined to watch pairs figure skating if there's a betting line there. I was, uh, I was in Las Vegas, not this past weekend, but the weekend before the Olympics were going on and I was disappointed that you couldn't put money down on some of the things that were happening. You can't bet on any Olympic. You could bet on who the only thing I saw and I was at Westgate, which is the hmm. biggest sports book in the world. The only thing I saw was that you could bet on who was going to win the gold medal in hockey. So you could get like a futures bet on that. That was all I saw. All right. Since I did admit I'm not a climatologist, somebody who is came up with this text because I, I said, how are they having the winter Olympiad in Beijing? The next one. And this texter says Beijing is roughly the same latitude as Salt Lake and had an average January temperature of 25 degrees Fahrenheit. Again, I, I don't know much about Beijing, but are there mountains like yeah. right nearby? I, I, like not- Salt Lake? I mean, Salt Lake, you could touch the mountains. I'm not too worried about the the latitude and the longitude. I'm worried about are there mountains? mountains. I mean, you might need some mountains, you know, that Winter Olympics. That's another thing that kind of bothered me about these Olympics is it felt really hokey because every every venue was fake. It looked so artificial. It was it was just fake. It, it was looked fake so snow. artificial, didn't it, it? It wasn't up in the mountains. Yeah. I mean, it was, but it wasn't like up in the mountains where there was natural snow. You're, you're it right. It was fake. There, there was a degree of authenticity yeah. missing yes. from this Olympiad. I think that bothered me. Like, I subconsciously, that bothered me. Uh, Texter7264 says the Chinese are planning on making 100% of the snow, making it artificial for their Olympics. They do have mountains near Beijing, but they're pretty dry in the winter. How near Beijing? I mean, can you, can you throw a stone? Can you throw a football over that mountain? How near? And this is the problem, right? Did they have, did they have to bring snow into Lilyhammer? I don't think so. 
But it's just, it just adds to the lack well, of authenticity. With, started with Sochi, right? Sochi, they had right. to make snow. Isn't it like a coastal town? Yeah. I don't know. It just, it's silly. It just, it feels, it feels like you're watching a fraud. And it's hard mm-hmm. to buy into it because it just seems like, you know what? There's just something about this that's hokey. It's fraudulent. Nash on the text line, the women's hockey final was awesome to see on Twitter. I'm with Manchester. NBC dropped the ball on these Olympics. Got as much as NBC pays. I know. It's going to cost them some cash. That was, that was also in the more you know. Uh, Jessica Diggins winning gold. Okay. And, and I'm not trying to be facetious. Who is Jessica Diggins? I don't know. I was just going to say that name doesn't ring a bell to me. Did I miss an event that was a big time event? Cause I, I kept track of the Olympics. I didn't sit and watch every night. But again, this isn't like Missy Franklin becoming the darling of America, right? When she did her Olympic thing. Right. Is Jessica Diggins that who, help me out. Did she, what did she win? I have no idea. No clue. Bad on me for not knowing that. Uh, let's see. One more and then we'll get on here. <laughs> okay. Can't do that. Bears should be chasing, <laughs> bears should be chasing the biathlon athletes. There should be a line of fire down the middle of the half pipe. All figure skating teams should have to do their bits at the same time with the last one standing winning. <laughs> kind of like smash up derby or whatever, right? Demolition derby. That's an act. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, that would be funny. Jessica Diggins, by the way, is the cross country skier who won, uh, who won gold. Okay. Congratulations, Jessica. I, I mean, no disrespect. None. Okay. I, I mean, no disrespect. Nor I just do I. Have no idea. Nor do I. But how exciting can cross country skiing be? Why would you want to do that? I don't know. I don't it's like know. snowshoeing. What? What are you doing? Yeah, I, it, it seems like a. It's cold. It's what an odd thing to get into because why did you ever decide? Well, yeah, yeah, this is going to be one. Why I'm are you spend wearing tennis doing. rackets on your feet? So she won a gold medal in cross country skiing, which is great. But again, we didn't know that she didn't become a, a household name off of these Olympics. I get this often. Hey, you want to go snowshoeing? No, I'll drive. You get it often? Like, how often do you get asked to go snowshoe? I have a neighbor who's a big snowshoer. I would snowshoe before I'd cross-country ski. I can't ski downhill, let alone uphill. Yeah, cross-country skiing is... Have you, have you ever done it? I, again, listen to my words. I can't ski downhill, okay. let alone uphill. How am I going to do that? It is awful. It is so hard to do. And to try and get uphills or on the flatland is just awful. I don't know. I don't know how people do. It. I would snowshoe before I'd cross country ski, without a doubt. All right, we're asking uh, for your suggestions on our Power Five how to make the Olympics more watchable because it wasn't. I tell you what was watchable over the weekend. Never thought I'd say I'd watch the Honda Classic, but Tiger was actually good. At one point, he was, he was top ten. Tiger's going to win a tournament, right? I think he is, yeah. Now, he didn't win this. He finished well off. Justin Thomas won it. But you can see the wheels in motion. Well, and, and with him, it's all about can he go four rounds? Can he, can his, can his body hold up and knock on wood? So far, it has. I mean, he made the cut. He was, he was consistent. He was good in all four rounds. Uh, wasn't great. But you start to see flashes. You start to see some moments. You're like, okay, yeah, it's there. It's and, coming and, back. And trust me, nobody's cheering for Tiger more than the PGA Tour. Oh, without a doubt. 
without a doubt. Although I, it kind of bothered me that Justin Thomas won, considering he was griping about having to play in Tiger's group and how there's just so much noise and it's so distracting. It's like, dude, you're making the kind of money you're making for playing because golf, of Tiger, because of that guy. Is that, so just did he, pipe down. Did he really gripe about yeah. that? He got a he got a fan ejected because a fan said something after he hit a shot. Yeah, these guys. I tell you what, man. What tournament was I, it? I tell you what. When he and Rory played with Tiger. I don't know. And Rory took the right approach and said, hey, it, it's that's awesome. how it's going to be. Exactly. It's, it's great. I like having people Get watching used me to play. It. And Justin Thomas was like, yeah, it's really distracting when there's this many people around. Just shut up. Yeah. It was entitled golfer. That's what it was. Everybody be quiet. Fresh. Well, the Waste Management Tournament or whatever it's called now down in Phoenix. That's the way every golf tournament That's how it ought to be. be. That's my favorite type of tournament. Trust yeah. me. It should be unruly. You should have drunkards. You should have streakers. If we can heckle you when you're shooting a free throw, why yes. can't we heckle you when you're hitting your drive? You should be allowed to slap somebody in the face. Up next, Marty O. Sugar Fix. Altitude 950 is the Nugget Station. Oh, that's large. And we've got Nuggets Insider Adam Mares from DenverStiffs.com. They have to figure out how to win on the road. They've got so many games on the road down the stretch. And on the season, they're 9-19 and 19 on the road. Paul Millsap is the type of player. He has the defensive talent to single-handedly raise the Nuggets. If he comes in and just becomes the defensive forward, then I think Denver's going to be in a great spot. Get the latest Nuggets insight from Adam Mares this afternoon with Mark Mosier exclusively on Altitude. 950 Denver's All Sports Station. Nick Backridge here from Sus Buick GMC. We know you can buy a car or truck anywhere. We all pay the same price for new vehicles. But at Sus Buick GMC, the difference is the people. No loud screaming out low payments with misleading and confusing disclaimers and fees. At Sus, we don't have any fees, just the price plus tax, that's it. Those are the numbers. Sus Buick GMC selling new Buicks and GMCs and the best pre-owned selection around. Real people, real prices, go figure. Suspect GMC on Havana, Mississippi. Visit us at sus.net. Veterans, it's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you deserve. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for American Financing, and we thank you for your service and want to see you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you once defended. When using your VA benefits, there is no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. That's greater than any other loan program can offer. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a program that fits your needs. Just call American Financing at 303-695-7000. 6957000 or americanfinancing.net the official mortgage company of altitude 950 and MLS 182334 regulated by the division of real estate are you looking for a new career well with today's fast paced world content is available and consumed at an accelerated rate making media careers in very high demand and the Colorado Media School is your first step to get the necessary training to prepare you for an exciting media career with courses and training for TV and radio personalities sports broadcasting audio and video editing online and social media 
media content, and so much more. If you belong in front or behind a camera or microphone, then you got to check out the Colorado Media School right now. They'll even give you an orientation just for calling to see what they're all about. Get instruction from real industry pros and graduate in as little as eight months. Hey, if you start now, you have a chance to get that media career in this year. And at the Colorado Media School, you can work on your own show or production right when you begin classes. Flexible hours and financial aid for those who qualify give you all the reason to call right now. 303-937-7070. 303-937-7070. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center 104th is Colorado's first choice. With over 1,000 new vehicles to choose from on 17 acres, we guarantee the best prices and lowest payments in the state. That's right, best prices and lowest payments in the state that can't be beat. Being the number one volume dealer has its perks, and we're passing them on to you. Come on in and see for yourself why we're Colorado's first choice. Conveniently located off I-25 and 104. Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center or RamDenver.com RamDenver.com Driven by you! The Altitude 950 traffic update. Delay continues on southbound I-25. It's stopping go between 136th Avenue to just before the Boulder Turnpike from an earlier accident. Traffic is brought to you by Positive Coaching Alliance. Heavy traffic is causing slower speeds southbound I-25 as you make your way between the Washington Street Bridge and Hamden before your speeds are going to pick back up. Questions about youth or high school sports? Positive Coaching Alliance can help. PCA, a national nonprofit organization, develops better athletes and better people through youth and high school sports. Info at positivecoach.org. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Whatever this song is, I hate it. I never want to hear this song in the rotation again. What is this song? Uh, it's called So What You Say by EPMD. I swear to God, if I ever hear this, I don't know what it is about it, Jesse. Okay. It, it makes me want to just fall down. All right. I don't love it either. I mean, listen, no taken. What, what is it? it? It sounds like elevator music in at a house party. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never want to hear that again. Now, I wouldn't have even noticed it had you not mentioned it. Because I hear it often. I'm like, what is this? But now that you mention it, it is awful. Yeah, we need to nix that one. One o'clock this afternoon, the NHL trade deadline. It is a national holiday in Canada. We should turn TSN on one of these TVs here because those guys are going nuts, I'm sure. Mark Mosier will be... uh at the arena today doing his show, so he's, uh, or at the rink, so he's in the, in the midst of what's happening. He loves just being in that cold weather he environment, does. doesn't he? He does. So he sits in that refrigerator all day. He, uh, <laughs> he, he'll be in his element. We, we brought this up earlier though, but if you're the Avs and they're coming off a pretty nasty loss in Calgary, where yeah. they were never in that game. No, that was ugly. But they're still in the conversation. That's what's amazing. They weren't in that game. They got three of six points on that road trip, but they're still in the conversation. If you're the Avs and you're an Avs fan, a sophisticated Avs fan,
who sees the big picture, what do you do today? My suggestion, you sell. If well, you do anything, you sell. I don't think it makes any sense to be a buyer. Because what move are they going to make that's going to put them over the top? Uh, there, I don't think there is one. But if you're a, it depends on what you sell, right? Like, this is a team that's got a shot to make the postseason one year after being the worst team in the NHL. A shot. Yeah. Everything has to go right. Everything has to go perfectly down the stretch. Okay. But they have a shot. So don't, you, you don't want to be selling off pieces that are key to you making that well, last push. I'm not asking them to sell Nathan McKinnon. Okay. Well, that's, that's what I'm getting at. You don't want to do anything drastic. But yeah, to be a buyer, uh, you you have to think there's a piece that can push you over the top, and I'm not sure there there is. But see, they're they're chasing this last playoff spot in the right way. They're chasing this last playoff with spot with what they've got, with what they've got, and while getting young players experience. They're they're not you know trying to do it with veteran guys who aren't a part of the future, uh, getting too many minutes on the ice. That's what I like about it. Wild card standings right now: Dallas and Calgary are in the wild card spot, 74 and 73 points respectively. The Avs at 69, mm-hmm. so four points back, still in the conversation. And with two games in hand on Calgary. So they could they could catch them with the games in hand. Sure. You just filled the HW role right there. I did. Told us the standings, how many games in hand. Well, and you're going to hear a lot of that the next uh, few weeks. Uh, again, how many games left? 21 games left in the NHL regular season. Five of the next seven are here at home. Kyle Keefe will join us at the top of the hour with more numbers and analytics because, you know, that's his forte. Yeah, it's right up his alley. He delves deep. Right now, time for our morning sugar fix. Sugar. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Sugar high. Brought to you by Lamar's Donuts. Going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Let me read this quickly from Mike before we get to our our good friend Marty. Mike says, your issues, guys, you live in Colorado, a world-class destination of winter sports, but you know very little about them. Your sports guys, expand your horizons to include what's going on in your own backyard. Really? You've not heard of Diggins? No. No, Mike, I've not heard of her. I'm not going to apologize. I... Don't follow cross-country skiing. Yeah, I don't know that I need to... Want me to apologize for not following cross-country skiing and snowshoeing? I don't know that I'm ever going to expand my horizons wide enough that I'm following cross-country skiing. I just don't know that I'm going to. If that's a prerequisite for this job, I'm going to fail. If we've offended you, we've offended you. Sorry. Mike, thanks for listening. I like the Chloe Kim story, but it, it happened right away and then all of a sudden it was gone and that was, that was it. And that Red Gerard guy. Both of them won their gold medals right Both away. 17 years old, yeah. That was it. Sean White was a cool story for cool. about five minutes. Mm-hmm. What do you mean that was it, Marty? What'd you want him to do? I don't know. Usually people like that have multiple events when trying to win multiple gold medals. They won their one and said goodbye. You are right though. That, that's the difference. Like with the Summer Olympics, Missy Franklin, Michael Phelps, they're involved for the whole two weeks, yeah. right? So they become the stars because you're seeing them Every Every night. night. Chloe Kim had her event day two, and we never saw her again. So I didn't watch Skylar Diggins. I'm sorry. (laughs) I believe she's in the WNBA. I know. Skylar Diggins. Former Notre Damer. That's the only Diggins I know. My bad. All right, let's get started here. Uh, Jackie Gleason was born on this day, probably best known for his role in the Honeymooners. Let's listen to him, uh, one of his classic lines. 
think that would be allowed in today's uh, no <laughs> i'm trying to think of a a show in which that would be allowed and i i, I don't think that would work to the moon alice that no, was his line right? that would not work my favorite physical jackie, threats would not work today no my favorite jackie gleason role was he was the smoky he was the cop in, in smoky and the bandit yeah he was sheriff buford t justice you're right he still I mean, had that cheesy little stash too uh, another role if you watch that movie now so unbelievably not PC. Exactly. I mean, ridiculous. Stereotypical in every sense oh, of the word. Gosh. Uh, Marshall Falk turns 44 today. He was a 2011 NFL inductee. He was uh, pretty dominant in uh, 99, 2000, and 2001. He won uh, AP Offensive Player of the Year three years in a row there. Who won the Heisman Trophy the year Marshall Falk was a senior at San Diego State? What year was he a senior at San Diego State? he should have won it. He had to be 95, 96, somewhere in there. I don't know. He was a great college player he and was. a great NFL player. That's one of those things where San Diego State didn't get enough attention, enough love nationally. Yeah, he was like Barry Sanders was in college, though. Just dominant. Barry Sanders, greatest running back I've ever seen in college. He was unstoppable. What, he had like 2,600 yards or something rushing him. It was, it was nuts. You guys remember what team he was on before the Rams, Marshall Falk? Uh, he was a Colt. Colt. He right. was. You're exactly yeah. right. Was Did he play with, with Peyton? He, he did play with Peyton. How did that not work out? I know. No joke, right? I mean... That weapon out of your backfield? I, I, the strange situation that got him traded too. I like, do what remember was, what that. What was going on? I, I, Wasn't Ted Marchabroda involved somehow? Seems like a good guy. I to just love it on. saying that name. <laughs> All right, this day, 1989, Jerry Jones purchases the Dallas Cowboys for 140 million dollars. The next day, he fires head coach Tom Landry after 28 years. I was in Austin, Texas during the. Uh, Jerry Jones' heyday, working there. It was basically an affiliate of Dallas, so we covered it pretty closely. You talk about rocking the boat. You talk about sending shockwaves. Cowboys fans hated Jerry Jones when he bought that team, and he made that move. The only head coach the Cowboys had ever had was Tom Landry, and mm-hmm. they were coming off a very bad year, but that was an unpopular move. But I'll give Jerry Jones credit. If you watch the, the uh, football life on him, outstanding. Um, it, it's fantastic. Yeah. I mean, he he rolled the dice on everything he everything. had to buy that team. He's always been a risk taker. And that was a team that was losing like a million dollars a month or whatever the, the story was. But the guy that, that he took, that he bought the team from, I think it was Bum Brant or something like that. Bum. Was it Bum Brant? Uh-huh. Okay, so he bought Bum the... Bright. He bought, he uh, bought Bum the Bright. team. Bum Bright. H.R. Bright. He bought the team from him and Bum Bright said, that hey, helped. you know what? I'll fire Tom Landry. I'll take the the arrow for you, so you don't have to do that. And he said, "Nope, it's my decision. I'm going to do it. That's the right thing to do." I thought that's a stand up guy. And when he fired him, uh, the next season they got their butts handed to him. One they fifteen struggled, struggled, and then he made the trade that changed everything. Herschel Walker. Walker. Yep. <clears throat> All right. This day in 2016, Coors Field hosts a hockey game. Avs fell to the Red Wings five to three. Did you guys go to that one? I was there. I was there as well. It was a uh, it was a warm evening, so it kind of felt like being at the Winter Olympics in South Korea. That was cool, though, man. It was really cool. Yeah. It was really cool. Just do more of that stuff. Why why don't why doesn't it happen once a year, no matter which market? Why does it have to be a national telecast? Who cares? I don't know. I don't know. They should do that. You're right. Every market should do why that not? one for a game or two every year. Why not? It'd be fun. All right, and this day in 2016 as well, the MLB establishes the new slide rule after Chase Utley breaks Ruben Tejada's leg in the playoffs the previous year. I still don't really understand that slide rule, and every time they review it, it seems like they change their mind every single time. What is no, the new slide not, rule? Not sliding 
into a guy. You can't purposely take a guy out. Right. Kind of sliding in a second. And you, you know how these guys are outside the base path right. to try and take out the shortstop as he's making the relay throw? Isn't that always kind of been the rule? Yeah, but they're now trying to enforce it. It's okay. like trying to enforce the carry in basketball. Good luck with that. I kind of like that part of baseball. I like the rough and tumble part of it. Where you have absolutely no ambition to be safe, but you right. want to kill. You're trying to break the up ball. the double play. I have no problem with it either. So I think that's part of the and, game. And, and at the same time, then, the guy throwing the ball should be allowed to throw it right in your face. I'd be fine with that, too. I have no issues it, with it. You know, I get it. Somebody got hurt, and they're trying to eliminate that. But, like, how many times has that play happened in baseball? Thousands? And one guy gets hurt, so now we're going to change know. everything? Yeah. That's yeah. silly. It's, it yeah. reads, the runner cannot change his path to disrupt the play deliberately. Oh, that's stupid. Which is so subjective. It's, yeah. yeah, exactly. It, you know, the most subjective rule is the catcher at, at home plate. You right. Know, and you, you're not allowed to block the plate anymore. Well, how do you make the tag? And that was because Buster Posey got yeah, hurt, I get correct? it. I get it. But if you're not in front of the plate, how do you make the tag? If the ball is thrown to the front of the plate... How do you catch it without being in front of the plate? I don't know. Blocking the plate. How do you do that? And I kind of like the play, too, where the runner just lowers his shoulder and tries to run you over. It's great. All right, last one here, 2017. One of the worst live TV screw-ups of all time. Let's have a listen. The Academy Award for Best Picture. La La Land. There's a mistake. Moonlight, you guys won Best Picture. This is not a joke. I'm afraid they read the wrong thing. This is not a joke. Moonlight. Best picture. That's up there with Steve Harvey. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Steve Harvey was the other one. That was so bad. Mm. So they had the wrong thing, right? Didn't they have, like, best actress or best supporting actress? Yeah, yeah. they had best actress, I think. And Faye Dunaway just read the name of the movie. Hey, when are there. those movie awards? It's got to be this coming weekend, right? Next Sunday. They moved it because of the Olympics. Yeah, so it's Sunday. <laughs> Would have done the Olympics some good. you got to do all your reviews. Have you seen all the movies? I've seen most of them. Okay. I always make an effort to watch those movies. All right. By the way, that is not the worst TV screw-up. Having the time of his life. <laughs> that made the list. Yeah. Fair enough. And that's it, fellas. Wow, that was quick. Yeah. What's on the cutting room floor? Jeez. Um, 1919, the Grand Canyon was established as a national park. <laughs> 1990, <laughs> the Grand Canyon was formed. <laughs> <laughs> it just appeared. Somebody okay. found it. All right. And uh, 1895, the glass blowing machine was patented. You that's guys are talking big. about your new yeah, uh, glass blowers. Your hobbies. So mm-hmm. there you go. Glass blowing machine. Uh, yeah. Huh. All right. Interesting. You should watch some videos on it. It's mesmerizing. Great. Really Marty, cool. thank you very much for your time. Coming up next, talking abs, trade deadline, and bobsledding, because he did it over the weekend. Our very good friend, Kyle Keefe. This has been your morning sugar fix, brought to you by Lamar's Donuts, going beyond the news to bring you the sweet stories. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Colorado Avalanche are back home to host the Vancouver Canucks. Puck drop is at 7 o'clock with a pregame show gaining away at 6.35. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. The KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. The Harris for three. Got it again. Money's on fire tonight. Oh, what a thing of beauty! You gotta be kidding me! Denver's All Sports Station, Altitude 950. <laughs> now, back to Vic Lombardi. Back to the Avalanche end, Barry now. Head for McKinnon, slings it on net, hit the post, rebound, score! Oh, McKinnon dumped it in from the red line! It went through Gillies, hit the post, and hit him right in the backside. Went right off his rump and in. That was a weird goal. 
Just a dump-in type of goal. A goal scorer's goal. The only goal for the Avs against Calgary. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. The NHL trade deadline coming up in four hours, 1 p.m. Mountain Time. Kyle Keith made the trip to Canada for that three-game roadie. He joins us on the hotline right now. Kyle, how are you? Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Very good. Um, before we get into hockey talk, I saw a video of you, Mike Haynes, and Moj in a three-man bobsled. Was it as thrilling as it looked? It was, uh, Vic, it was better than I, than I thought it was going to be. I was nervous that it was just going to be, you know, go down the sled, ha, 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 stick your arms out, and it was. Well, isn't that what it, it was, is? Well, no. It was so fast and, you know, it was scary. Like when you take those turns, when you come whipping across those big swooping, scooping, I mean, my head was slamming into the side of the bobsled. I mean, that, I know I joked about going 100 miles an hour, but we literally were going 60 miles an hour. It was so fast and so awesome. I would, I wanted to do it again so bad. It just wasn't, it wasn't enough. You need to do it a bunch of times. Why didn't you? Cause it's $180. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Now they let us do it for free for, for our show yes, yeah. one time, yeah. but you know there are people up there that have like season passes. This is where you know the Olympics back in '88 were were at this mountain. Sean White goes there still for like ten, twelve days every year to use their to use their half pipe. So it's a it's an awesome place to sort of ski, practice, you know, uh, whatever it is you do, luge or bobsled or whatever it's like a huge awesome training facility so it was really cool so kyle i can't do roller coasters because it hurts my stomach like that massive gravitational pull yeah, i can't i can't do it same. it's not not the same no i mean this is more of a this is more of like uh getting beat up by somebody oh that you know, sounds appealing so, yeah that sounds yeah great. just getting jerked around and thrown around you know this is but at the end, it's like, I can't believe I just did that. You know, and then you're, I'll tell you the most uncomfortable part. I had Moser in front of me and Haynes behind me. Mm, you were a Kyle Keefe sandwich. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were, we were really in there together. And if you listen to the video, Moser does not, he just screams through the whole thing. It's like he was doing a play by play. Do you steer? Play. Is there somebody steering? Yeah, there's a professional bobsled man that did that. Yeah. I mean, it's not like they just sent us down the, the Olympic luge. We would have died. There was definitely somebody, like, in control. What he controls, I have no idea. Oh, okay, so he, I, I didn't realize there was another person involved. So you mean to tell me, if you let Kyle Keefe handle the steering, you would not be able to negotiate your way down the hill? There'd be no one on the other end of this line. You'd be calling uh, Calgary Memorial. Huh. I thought you would just yeah. stay in that tube. No, that well, so did I. I thought it was just like a recreational. Okay, who's next? It's like we had to watch like a serious video, and you know, at one point I was doing a little skit where I was like, you know, getting ready to do it myself, and I got over the louds the whole mountain, sir. That is not funny. Get off the mountain. <laughs> I was like, oh, I thought it, this was like you know, elitist. No, they don't nah. like your little games, dude. They're, the the no. Winter Olympics are serious. Okay, they're no. serious. No. Hey, do you know way, um, I hey, you, what? I, I saw your video of you of your award ceremony that you clearly that was what was that? My, you mean Saturday night, the pre uh, pre election yeah. night where we had well, over? What, where were you? 
We were downtown at the uh, Denver uh, Hyatt. We had over a thousand people show up, friends and family. You weren't there. <laughs> oh God! I don't know what's so funny. Hey. I mean, we don't have the results of the campaign in yet, but we had over a thousand people support me the night before. Anyway, yeah. Uh, Kyle, one o'clock is the trade deadline. Joe Sackick's already said they're going to keep it pretty low. They're not going to go crazy today. Will they do anything? You expect the, the Avs to make any moves today? Well, I've I've uh, I've learned over the years not to not to guess because every time that I guess I'm wrong. I would say they don't do anything. If they do something, it would it would not be major. But th- there's no reason right now to 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 move this court. He's got a Joe has a vision of what he wants to do, and as you can see, it's working from where they were last year to where they are this year. Mm-hmm. The group likes each other. It's a good locker room. It makes no sense for I mean really. Rick Nash was the biggest player that was sort of out there, and then Boston took care of that. There's not, you know, the the teams that can legitimately win the Stanley Cup have really good teams already. And there's too many, you know, the Eric Carlson is really the only one to to follow. Um, There's just not enough interest from the teams that are really good. And I'm talking Boston, Tampa. I'm talking uh, Nashville. You know, surprisingly, don't be surprised. If some weird way that something happens in uh, New York where possibly Cody McLeod gets waived and you see him back in Nashville, hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if that if that happens. Now that would just be pure depth, you know. That would just be a depth move, nothing else but just depth and a good playoff locker room guy. Um, but the teams that are that are there to win the Stanley Cup now anybody can win it. L.A. was in eighth spot and won it, you know, from from out of nowhere and really beat up on teams. But of the teams that legitimately can win the cup, they're all settled. There's just not enough. It's 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 not like the days of 2000, 2001, 02, You know, where God, you're shuffling huge names and players, and it's a race to see who you can get. Now it's about pieces. Third line centers. Derek Broussard, one of those guys that went to Pittsburgh. You know, there's teams are looking for role players at this point. It just seems like it's not that much action anymore. God, that was such a long answer. Uh, Kyle, don't lie to me on this. I know you have the answer to this one. You just choose not to tell us. Is Eric Johnson going to play again this year? I choose not to tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Did you guys hear that long pause? So you choose not to divulge that information. That's your choice. Yes, it, that's a choice that you made. Like, it's sort of like when you guys called me live on media day. Oh, okay. You remember that? Yeah, I thought I would try uh, to ask at least. So we don't well, know the an- I- we don't know the answer to that question right now. Avs fans listening and do not know if they will see Eric Johnson again. This is key now. Twenty one games left. All right. Will he participate in any of these twenty one remaining games? I'll ask it again. I do not have that answer. All right. Uh, five of the next seven are at home starting tonight, Vancouver. How big is this homestand? They got to go 14 and seven, Vic. Is that That's the it. number? That's the number. Yeah. They got to go 14 and seven, 21 games to go, which is basically win two, lose one. Uh, you got to get to 97. And if you look at where Calgary is right now at 73 points with, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they, I think they have 19 games to go. Yeah. The, the, the Az have two games in hand. Yeah, you can forget about Minnesota. They're gone. They're red hot. There was another three-point game last night. Same with with Anaheim. So now your 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 focus now is on L.A., 
Cal- Calgary, and Dallas. Okay. So, I mean, it just basically comes down to 14-7. and seven. You go 14-7, and seven, you should be right at 97 points, and you give yourself about a 75% chance of making playoffs. I could live with that. I mean, if you had, yeah. if you had given me those details in August, I'll take that. I'll take them in the in the playoff conversation. Hell yeah! Given what they did Absolutely. last year. Absolutely. You know what? You know what's awesome about it, Vic, is that you, you look at the NBA right now and where the Nuggets are, and I think I don't think many people expected them to beat Houston last night, but they played. You know, they were right there. Uh, you know, there's what is there four or five teams within, you know. What two games of each other yeah, right there in the Western it, Conference? It jammed up between uh, positions nine and three. It's all jammed up. Right. So, but you're in there, right? You're yeah. in that conversation, and same sort of with the Avs. Now they're a little bit behind, but you know, you, like as you said, they got five of seven at home. They're really good on home ice. Their power play is outstanding at home. Mm-hmm. So, saying that they got to win this, win that, you got to think big picture now. Twenty-one to go. You got to go fourteen and seven. Mm. Uh, we're shooting some segments of the next episode of Let's Talk Sports, uh, right after the show this morning. I'll see you at Altitude TV. I did enjoy, uh, the episode that ran over the weekend. My favorite part though, Kyle, my favorite part of the entire 30 minutes, as I saw it again, and I saw it for the first time on camera, you and I at the Nuggets game, and we're in the concourse just messing with the fans, and we decide, let's see if we can button line here at the concession stand. And we got through about 10 or 15 people, and then we got to that old dude, and he wanted no part of it. No, no. See, the beauty of, of having the cameras around is you, you, you get excused for stuff like that because yeah. people think it's funny. Like it's ah, official. Like it's official. Yeah. yeah. You, you do you do that without a camera, and that guy is, is putting you in a double leg in a pretzel and is on top of you because there's nothing worse than having a guy say, oh, excuse me, excuse, I'm just I'm really hungry. I, I just got to get something to drink. <laughs> <laughs> that old man, dude, yeah. you know he had old man strength, too. He would have busted both of our asses. He was strong. Yeah, yeah. and I'll, I'll disagree with you. My favorite part, actually, was your LeBron interview, which I've told you, where there's no chance of talking mm-hmm. to him, and you stick the microphone in the back of some girl's ear. Mm-hmm. Are you going to stay in Cleveland, <laughs> LeBron? Excuse me? Over here, in row 13, you going to stay in Cleveland? I was 30 feet away from him at the time. I couldn't, I couldn't get to him. All right, brother. Uh, we'll talk to you in about uh, 40 minutes. Okay, 14 and 7. Just keep that in mind. We will. That's the number for okay. the Avs. 14 right. and 7. Okay. That is Kyle Keefe, Olympic bobsledder. Soon to be. He negotiated the bobsled in Calgary. Why not? How hard can it be? Seriously, for the other three dudes. So you got the, you got the guy that steers, right, in the bobsled. Now, I am no scientist, but I'm thinking to myself, you have the one dude that steers, and then the other three, they should all weigh like 300 pounds. Like defensive linemen who have some wheels. The more weight, the faster you go. So get the steer dude and 300 pounders and you win. It's not that hard. I just solved it. It's not hard at all. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Okay, you're at that point now. I have a friend of mine who has to sell a house and move into a house and has to do it quickly. I got just the guy for you. Troy Hansford of the Hansford Real Estate Team, the only agent you need to call. Why? Because he's going to make you the following offer. He will put your home at a price and a time to sell it. And if you don't get it done, he'll cut you a check for $5,000. That's how confident he is. He's confident in his marketing system to sell homes. Give him a call today, 720-600-6244. No obligation. 
No high pressure, no risk here for you. 720-600-6244. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. You could earn upwards of $85,000 a year part-time. Visit LearnWithTheAcademy.com to find out how an investment in yourself can pay off in the booming Denver real estate market. That's LearnWithTheAcademy.com. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Have you heard of thousands of people earning money with a second home? Companies like Airbnb have created a whole new industry for people to tap into the multi-billion dollar industry of renting. If a second home purchase has not crossed your mind, it should. Because you could easily make a couple thousand dollars more each month if you list your second home for rent or as a vacation property. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. Real estate has consistently been a great investment and qualifying for a second home may be easier than you think. Interest rates remain low and you can put as little as 10% down. That's right, 10% down. A second home could be more consistent than stocks. A savvy investment if you ask me. But don't just take my word for it. Talk to the salary-based mortgage consultants at American Financing. Call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. The official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Paulino Gardens, grower of the finest vegetable plants, welcomes you to their beautiful garden center. You'll find a wide selection of quality trees, shrubs, rose bushes, and perennial flowers, friendly, expert advice, and family-owned since 1962. Paulino Gardens, 6300 North Broadway in Denver. Paulino Gardens, grower of the finest vegetable plants, welcomes you to their beautiful garden center. You'll find a wide selection of quality trees, shrubs, rose bushes, and perennial flowers, friendly, expert advice, and family-owned since 1962. Paulino Gardens, 6300 North Broadway in Denver. First you have the crash, then the doctor's visits, then the pain, medications, limitations, and then comes the fight with the insurance company. How do you get on an even playing field? Use the Bell & Pollock legal game plan. I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. For over 25 years, we've represented injured people. Based on our experience, we've formulated an injury legal game plan, a game plan you can use right now. Our legal game plan gives you the ability to fight the insurance company, and it's free. Find us at championsofthepeople.com. We'll help you. We're here in the shop at Farland Classic Restoration in Englewood. Here's the owner, Jack Farland. Jack, you guys win some serious car awards. What's what's the latest? Well, we finished the 1961 Ferrari convertible that won a platinum award at Cavallino in Florida. It also won an award for the best restoration in the show. That's kind of like the Oscars for classic Ferraris, isn't it? That's pretty much it, exactly. Our restorations do very well at places like Pebble Beach and Amelia Island. So all those other major shows in this serious car collector world. That's impressive. Um, how long has the shop been around? We've been in business for 27 years, so we've been here a while. And our guys are really the best around. 
If I look around, I'm seeing Porsches, Ferraris, Mercedes, and some really impressive muscle cars. We work on many different investment-level classics. We do everything under one roof. And you have a showroom with classics for sale? Yes, that's right. Look under Cars for Sale at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook under Farland Classic Restoration. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Jokic has it now on the inbound. Fake the handoff to Gary Harris. Throws backdoor cut to Barton and a dunk with two hands. Nuggets within 8, 77 to 69. They got to within four, the Nuggets did last night, with a chance to cut it to one. Gary Harris launched a three-pointer with about a buck twenty-four left in the game, and it looked good. Thought it was all net. It rims in and out. Houston gets the rebound. They come back and score, and that's the ball game. If Gary Harris makes that three, and Gary had a rough night shooting, two of 12, if he makes that three, I think the Nuggets win that game. Well, the momentum was certainly moving in their direction at that point, and you hit that, and you mentioned at the beginning of the show, the roof comes off the place, it the was crowd loud. Go nuts. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, I, I, it still would have been down a point, but, man, everything would have been trending in their direction. Hottest team in the NBA, those Houston Rockets, win their 12th straight. Again, we're not going to take the field day approach. This next take is a field day take. I openly admit Warning, it. warning, field day. Of the 12 straight wins the Rockets have enjoyed, that win last night was their toughest of the 12 because they've blown everybody else out. They've blown them all out. Correct. That was a single-digit win. Now, they were blowing out the Nuggets, and they crawled back into it. Yeah, they were up, what, 18 in the first half? I mean, it, it was a blowout at, at one point or, or le- going in that direction, but... Yeah, I mean, it is field day to say, hey, yeah. the Nuggets climbed their way back into it. They had a shot that would have cut it to one. They had a chance to win, and they didn't. But, it, it, you know, you look at the schedule and the remaining schedule, and there are games on there where you go, all right, that'll be a tough one to get. That won't be a bad loss. Last night's not a bad loss. 23 games left. Correct? Yes. Tomorrow, no, 22. 22, 22 games left, yeah. Tomorrow night, L.A. Clippers, national television, 8.30 start. Michael Malone. As he said on these airwaves just last week, treating the fans, any fan who buys a ticket to tomorrow night's game or receives a ticket from us, gets a $10 credit that will be loaded on to the barcode of the ticket. You can use it for any merchandise, any food, any drink, anything in the arena. Compliments of Coach Malone, his way of saying thanks. Because last night, another sellout, by the way. Another sellout. Tripled the amount of sellouts from last year already. Well, that's why it always bothers me when people say Denver's not a basketball town. Oh, they're there. <laughs> they're there. Yeah, they're there. They're there. It's the team that, that, uh, you know. You gotta, you gotta win them back. Has been here the second longest. Yeah. The people are there. The fans are there. Um, the fact that they're coming out to the arena this, and look, you may have issue with some of the reasons they're coming out to the arena this year, but people know. People know when it's a product worth showing up for, and the Nuggets are a product worth showing up for, but you've got to win tomorrow. Tomorrow's big. I was going to ask you, is it a must win? It's no, but you're a game ahead of the Clippers for the eighth seed. I mean, you know, when, when injuries started happening, uh, to New Orleans and the, the Blake Griffin trade happened with the Clippers, people kind of said, well, the Nuggets are in now because there's only eight teams that are in contention. They sort of overlooked Utah, who got really hot for a while. 
and the Clippers, who have been playing pretty good basketball and are only a game back. So, no, you you got to beat them on your home floor. Well, if you keep an eye on the loss column, which is what matters at this point, you can't change the losses, as Scott Hastings always says. The San Antonio Spurs are the third seed in the Western Conference. They yes. have 25 losses. The Denver Nuggets have 27, and they're the eighth seed. Two losses separate the three seed and the eight seed. That is a tightly knit Western Conference. And it actually separates two losses separate the three seed and the nine seed because the Clippers only have 27 losses too. We talk about games in hand all the time when when we're talking about the Avs. The Clippers are behind the Nuggets right now, but they have two games in hand. They've only got 27 losses. So this is the kind of thing, these head-to-head matchups against Mm -hmm. teams that you're – Vying for a playoff spot with you, you have to, you have to take care of it. Oh, you've got to beat the Clippers. You have to, you have to. I mean, we thought the Clippers surrendered when they traded Blake Griffin. I thought they waved the white flag. We thought they were done and we thought New Orleans when, when Boogie Cousins got hurt, we thought they were done. Freaking New Orleans. I'm watching yesterday afternoon. They go into Milwaukee and beat the Bucks in overtime. San Antonio goes into Cleveland and takes care of the Cavs, LeBron's new look Cavs. Both wins I did not expect. No, no. Everybody keeps winning. Well, it, the, stop winning. The Nuggets went into Milwaukee and got a win we didn't expect. So that one evens out. New Orleans going in there and getting the W. But yeah, you, you can't, you can't lose games that you should win in this final 20 or 22. Uh, and tomorrow night is a game they should win. James Harden, 41 points last night. Chris Paul, 23. Nuggets lose to the Rockets 119-114. Afterwards, I spoke about it with Will Barton. Don't play that moral victory game, yeah. but you made a game of this in the end. Does that mean anything? Yeah, it means something. Uh, I guess we could hang with him a little bit, but I mean, we lost. So. First quarter, just first like quarter the last game. Yeah, first quarter. Why? What do you think? I happened? don't know. They uh, they made a lot of shots, got to the free throw line, they jumped out on us. And it was an uphill battle from there. You could tell. Even when we made our runs, kept cutting it to six. We just didn't have enough to pull it out. How do you how do you defend them at the three point line when they're getting so many end ones? I mean, what what do you do? What what tactic do you use a defensive player? I don't use no tactic. Just keep playing hard. Keep trying to make it hard for them. Uh, put pressure on them. I felt like in the beginning of the game, uh, we didn't get into those guys enough. And uh, that's why they jumped out on us like that. And when we made our runs and made it close, we were up into them. So. But when you get into them, when you get into James Harden, they blow the whistle. So I don't know what you do. I don't know how you guard James Harden. I've watched James Harden now three times this year in person. I don't know how you guard him. Okay, but that's one guy. Right? But he's their team, essentially, when he's out there. When Chris Paul takes a break, because they have a weird rotation, They both start the game, and five minutes in, Paul hits the bench so that either one of them is on the floor at the same – the Rockets have one of them on the floor at all times. For all 48 minutes. Yeah, that's how they rotate. Point is, he is their team when he's in the game. He is the team. I get it, but, you you know, he talked about how, hey, we got to get up on him defensively. That wasn't just James Harden that they were letting knock down easy shots to Mm -hmm. start the game. I mean, you you got to get up on everybody else. Look, if Harden goes off for 41 – that's not what's going to beat you. I mean, you know he's going to get his points. You know he's going to go to the foul line. You know he's going to do his thing. It's a matter of playing good defense on everybody else and not letting yourself dig that kind of hole. It was the slow start again. That's a, it, it's a it's a recurring theme that starts to become troublesome. Do you think sometimes teams just mentally beat you? I, I think the Nuggets have a mental 
issue with the Rockets. I think it's, oh wow, you know, it's the Rockets. They shoot a lot of threes. We got to come out shooting threes too. And they fall into that practice. And that's what they did in the first quarter last night. Yeah. They were four of 14 from Threeville in the first quarter. They tried to play Houston's game. Now they had open looks, mind you. They just didn't make them. So I wonder, is there like a mental issue there? I don't know. I think that's the way the Nuggets like. I mean, the Nuggets want to run up and down. Maybe they're not shooting threes like that, but it's, I just think it's a bad matchup, right? Houston does what the Nuggets do. They're just better at it, right? So it's just not something that the, the, it's not a good matchup for the Nuggets. I told you, I told you how I would defend James Harden. Slap him across the face. I mean, listen, if the ref's not going to call the rake job and all that crap, or if they're going to continue to whistle the Nuggets for soft fouls, then foul them. If you're going to get called for a foul, get your money's worth. I agree. But if you look at all the teams that are in the playoff chase and you look at the potential first-round matchups, what's the one matchup you want to avoid? That one. You want to avoid Houston. I'm with you. They just don't match up well with Houston because Houston plays the run and gun, get it up and down style of play that the Nuggets play. They're just better at it. At this point, they're better at it. Trust me, you can say the same thing. I know the Nuggets have beaten Golden State twice this year. I know. But nobody matches up with four superstars either. I understand that. And in a playoff series and when it slows down and they get every call, that that's a tough matchup too. But from a mental hurdle standpoint that you were talking about, the Nuggets know they can hang with the Warriors. They've beaten them. I don't know that they have any belief that they can hang with Houston. Listen, you get all mental on me. Hey, I'm learning. Still awaiting results from DIA. Apparently the website crashed. You crashed it. No flights in and out of Denver until they find a voice. That's what my policy would be. Until you make sure you find a voice on that train. Deadline was last night. Nobody flies in. Nobody flies out. And we haven't found out when this announcement is coming. Nobody's told us a thing. Somebody knows the results. We're calling the airport when we come back. You got the Vic Lombardi Show. Here's what's happening at Altitude 950. Mammoth Lacrosse returns to the Loud House on 303 Day, Saturday, March 3rd at 7 p.m. Come spend the most Colorado festive holiday with the Mammoth and their sweet Colorado-themed gear, which will be auctioned off post-game. Visit the Pepsi Center box office with a valid Colorado ID to get tickets starting at just $3.03. Offer not valid on game day. Get more info now at Altitude950.com. Kevin Flesh here from Flesh Law. You've been in a car accident? You're told by friends to get an attorney. However, the insurance company is willing to settle now. You wonder, will I end up losing money by getting an attorney? Insurance companies want this situation. No attorney and, more importantly, a quick settlement in their best interest. That's where Flesh Law can help. We take away all your doubt and get you the money you deserve. Call me, Kevin Flesh, today at 303-806-8886, 303-806-8886, or fleshlawfirm.com. What's at Lamar's Donuts that you won't find at any ordinary donut shop? How about gourmet donuts of the highest quality? Lamar's Donuts are always made by hand, daily, with only the best ingredients. And how about this? Come into any Lamar's for a free donut the day after a Nuggets win. Find the location near you at Lamar's.com. Lamar's, where we have simply a better donut. Offer valid while supplies last. Offer does not include specialty donuts. Limit one per customer per group. I'm Colorado Attorney General Cynthia Kaufman. These days we all have to worry about cybersecurity. Hackers use pirate websites to infect your computer and steal your ID and financial information, or even take over your computer's camera without you knowing it. 
Don't let hackers into your house. Be careful with the websites you visit and warn your kids on how to be safe online. To learn more, visit StopFraudColorado.gov. Sponsored by the Digital Citizens Alliance in cooperation with the Colorado Broadcasters Association and this station. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. When the time comes for you to buy your new truck, how are you going to decide? The lowest monthly payment you see on TV? With the mouse print disclaimer telling you why you won't get that deal. Or maybe the radio commercial promising the absolute lowest price, followed by lots and lots of very fast-talking disclaimers that are never good news. You do have a better choice. My Car Guys at Johnson Auto Plaza. Hi, I'm Ellen Roach, and I've been sending friends, family, and listeners to Johnson's for almost 20 years now. And for good reason. It's because of the Johnson family and the Johnson way of doing business. The promise of a respectful, honest experience. And yes, absolutely a great deal, just without the nonsense or silly games. And right now, during Ram Truck Month at Johnson's, enjoy special incentives on over a 1,000 vehicles, over 600 trucks, 350 new Rams, and 250 new Jeeps, each one ready for you to test drive. Experience car buying the way it's supposed to be at Johnson Auto Plaza. You're going to love these guys. North of E-470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. When friends and family come to visit, do what I do and take the short drive up the hill to Central City. It's only 30 minutes from the west side of town via I-70 and the Central City Casino Parkway. Central City offers everything your fun-seeking group desires. Hotels, dining, bars open 24-7, a craft brewery, and live casino action day or night. Central City isn't the big box, corporate-owned casino experience. It's Colorado-owned and operated, rich in history. Bring your friends and family, cruise I-70 to the parkway, and take the four lanes to Do you ever think about your garage door? I mean, you don't really. It's one of those things you hit the button and it opens. But what if it doesn't and it's snowing? Sure, you can just get out of the car and go into the house, but how come it didn't open? Family Garage Door will come out to your house and do a 21-point winter inspection. Balance, level, and align the garage door, lubricate the moving parts, and tighten the hinges. Just $49. So you can go on not thinking about your garage door. Schedule your inspection at FamilyGarageDoor.com. Paulino Gardens, grower of the finest vegetable plants, welcomes you to their beautiful garden center. You'll find a wide selection of quality trees, shrubs, rose bushes, and perennial flowers, friendly, expert advice, and family-owned since 1962. Paulino Gardens, 6300 North Broadway in Denver. This may not be easy for you to hear, but you might need a hearing device. Do you have trouble hearing in crowds? Has someone told you you have the game on too loud? It could be you're having some hearing loss, and a modern, barely visible hearing device might be the solution. We're not talking a clunky old thing like grandpa's. Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Schedule a free hearing test. Then Echo Hearing Center can help you determine if a hearing device is right for you. Listen, if you think you might be having a hearing problem, why not check it out? Visit EchoHearingCenter.com. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. All right, I'm reading the rundown. It says here uh, I'm supposed to tease what's coming up on the next show. 
Julie Brownman and Scott Hastings says here, coming up on Altitude 950, Brownman and Hastings will talk with dot, dot, dot. Please fill in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do we, do we know who? I think Marty missed that portion of the, uh, the rundown. No. They got Peter McNabb. Oh. Okay. Thank you. Dot, dot, dot. Peter McNabb. Okay. More on right. the NHL trade deadline. Today at one o'clock. A couple of the texts coming in talked about how tough that Rockets matchup is. This is from Manchester Mike. Somebody stole your name. I like it. Flattering. I think the Nuggets match up better against the 92 Dream Team than they do the Rockets. It sort of feels that way. Uh, another texter. How do you deal with James Harden? Limit Harden's touches by playing him physically, and you need to put length on him. I agree with all of those things. Limiting his touches ain't easy. He's going to get the ball. All right, so what do you double him all over the court? It's the NBA. You can't double a guy all over the court. Just no. somebody's going to be open. No. Playing physically? That's my suggestion. I've said that from the get-go. Make him pay for those points. And those foul- If you're going to foul him, foul him. And the last one, put length on him. The two guys who have covered him tightly over years, Kawhi Leonard and Andre Robertson, they've done a great job. Now, if you're the Denver Nuggets, who would you put on James Harden next time you play this team, if you play them? Well, didn't we play a clip coming back of Michael Malone talking about Plumlee? How being Plumlee on him played him the best? Yeah, yeah which is not <laughs> what I would have ever thought. He seems like he'd be too yeah. slow a foot. I, I'd throw Wilson Chandler on him. Yeah, I mean, if you want length, that's that certainly would would do it. I don't know. I just maybe it's a defeatist attitude on on my part. I just don't think you're going to stop him. I don't think that mm-hmm. if he goes off for forty, okay. I mean, they scored 119 points just, last night. Just stop Capella and Tucker right. and Ryan Anderson. The other 78 points are what got you last night. Okay, I can buy that. Yeah, you are less argumentative today. You are going full field day. It's a weird Monday for Manchester. Well, I just, I'm not. I, you know what it is? I know what it is. I know what it is. What? We were hoping that today would be the day where we know the results of that, that poll, that, yes. that vote, the train. I mean, I'm it was out big, of sorts. Yes, it's a big day. I mean, they're supposed to do their end of the bargain. They're supposed to give us the results. There's got to be some fanfare to this or something. I mean, I keep checking their Twitter account, trying to find out what's going on. I keep striking out. I get I mean, nothing. James Manchester worked hard for two weeks as my campaign manager. He wants results. We're going to get him results right now. We have a guy on hold. Where's he from? Just a random guy? Oh, from DIA. All right, let's go to the uh, hotline and welcome in our... Um... Oh, he hung up. Boy, he was there. Okay, so Marty, Marty, come on here. So you called DIA? I've called DIA a couple times, tried to get some uh, customer service people on. They They are not willing to talk on the air. So, uh, what'd they say? They said they don't know the results yet and they're, uh, they're gonna wait. They have a third party, like, balloting company that's still counting the tallies. Have so. you told them how to sorts Manchester is? I've told them how to sorts both of you are, yeah. No, I don't care. Either it, way, I'm winning. It's an online vote. Like, this should all be tabulated. They could have told us the results at midnight last night. You should be able to night. push a button. Right. Like, what do you mean they're, they're, they're counting votes? What do they have hanging chads? I, I don't understand how this can be that complicated. Now, if they're saying, hey, we're going to do this formally, we're putting out a press release or having a press conference or whatever at two o'clock, fine, and they don't want to let the cat no, out of the bag. I get milk, that. Don't milk this even more. Listen, DIA, I'll say this. You've already won. It was a brilliant marketing job on your behalf to get the most narcissistic people on earth involved in this. TV people. Yeah. Okay, so you get a group of TV people, and you 
you court all of them saying, hey, you get a chance to be the voice. Trust me, you won't find more arrogance bottled into one place than this. I do this find is it arrogance at its highest. I do find it funny though. Everybody talks about all their free marketing. Like, what does the airport need to market itself for? I don't know. What like, do they gain? Oh, you know what? I think this time I'll fly out of DIA. <laughs> what? Are, what's my option? I mean, I guess I could do Loveland instead of Salt Lake. I'll just drive right. to DIA. Right. Like, I don't understand why there would. Oh, you know what? I'm gonna fly an extra time this year. You know what? I'm going to use that train to get to Terminal C. Yeah. Rather than walk underground. Rather than take the option I don't have, I'm going to take the train, which is my only option. From the only airport I can legitimately so you don't fly consider out consider this a marketing boon no. on their behalf? No. What are they going to get out of it? How, how is the airport better off today than they were oh, two weeks and, ago? And by the way, can I say something on an aside? The one voice that the DIA folks left off of this ballot, the only voice that can actually contend with Roach's voice, because Roach is going to win, okay, and he should win. He's got the most authoritative voice in town. But the one voice they left off the ballot, our boy Kyle Speller. He would have been great. He would have been fantastic. He'd been outstanding. Why he was not on that ballot? Why was Reed Saunders, the voice of Coors Field, not on the ballot? But I love Speller because he gets you into he can get you into that train. Yeah, he'll be like hyped up riding that train, fired up to get to the A gate. So we have somebody on the line. All right, I'll let you ask the questions, Manchester, because I doesn't I don't feel comfortable. Well, who do we have here? Excuse me, who are you? Hello, hey, Jeff Lowe. Hey, so uh, we're uh, curious about this uh, DIA train vote. Do you have any uh, update for us in terms of when the results will be announced? Well, I'm in the IT department, and I'm not privy to that information, but I have seen some updates. Uh, so it's all tabulated uh, electronically, so this is all being managed by the IT department, right? So are you part of this crew that is uh, that is handling all of this, that's doing the behind-the-scenes tabulation? Correct. We, I mean, we have gone through some numbers, mm-hmm. and we have seen that there are currently 412,319 votes. How does... Um... How does Lombardi's name stand among those votes? Lombardi. <laughs> uh, looks like, well, I can't tell for sure, but he's got seven votes. <laughs> <laughs> My mom voted. Uh, all seven times. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even, that might be a one. I, mm-hmm. mm. It's either a seven or a one. Okay. Very good. Right. Looks like we got the. We appreciate all looks of the like we've info got the there. Finest statisticians uh-huh. and mathematicians hard at work there. Sounds a little DIA. like uh, Horace Rainey yeah, is running the <laughs> IT department at the uh, at DIA. Well, by God, it sounds like somebody's going to get their ass. Well, I just got me a new job over here at DIA, and uh-huh. I am not going to lose it on account of you, Yahoo. Part-time TSA, part-time yep. IT. Yep. Hell yeah! Thank you. Well, Bye, Jeff. That's, that's See ya. Hang up. Twice in one hour from our friend Kyle Keefe. I knew something was suspicious yeah. there. Something was up. I I, and I I opened with a serious question. You were all serious. I wanted to get to the bottom of it. I well, wanted there. Why can't they put out at least a tweet saying, "Hey, this is when we're going to make the announcement." Have, yeah. Again, I did not intend to crash the system last night when I purchased eight million IP addresses from a remote town in India. I had no idea that it was going to lead to this. 
It was late. an expensive proposition, but it's what I had to do. It was part of our late push. It was part of our strategy. You know, try and do that right at the end so nobody else could combat it. Because everything you did a week ago, Vic, the other candidates started doing this week. Did. Yeah, of course they did. They, so everybody's playing catch up. We knew we had to save our, our final trick in our bag mm. until the 11th hour. We did it. We crashed the system. Mm. We don't know if any of those votes got counted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously Jeff in IT didn't have any answers for it. In case us. you haven't heard uh, the latest tabulation, over 400,000 votes cast for the new voice of the DAA train. I have seven of those votes. Final segment coming up on the Vic Lombardi Show. Alpha 2950 is the Nugget Station. Pass over to Murray, wide open three. Give it to and every week, we've got head coach Michael Malone. I have to give a huge shout-out to all of our fans. Our attendance is up 25%. We owe it to our fans. On Tuesday night, national TV game against the Clippers. Any fan that comes to the Pepsi Center that night, Vic, we're going to give a $10 voucher. You want to buy a beer, a soda, a pretzel, nacho, whatever it is. Yeah! Thank you for making the Pepsi Center one of the toughest places to play in the NBA. Listen for Coach Malone Wednesday at 7.15 with Vic Lombardi. On the only station that gives you this much access to your Denver Nuggets. Altitude 950. Save hundreds on your next Yukon, Buick Encore, Sierra 1500, or Acadia at Sus Buick GMC. At Sus, there are no dealer fees, ever. The price you see is the price you pay plus tax. Sus saves you hundreds on their vast selection of over 500 new and used cars and trucks. So when you're looking at the sleek and powerful new GMC Terrain on Sus.net, you can focus on how you'll spend the hundreds you saved. Sus Buick GMC, where they treat you like family. Family owned for over 35 years at 1301 South Havana in Aurora. Student loans, car loans, high interest credit cards, debt adds up for all of us, but there are ways around it. Hey guys, it's Mark Mosier from my friends at American Financing, and I'm here to remind you that refinancing your home loan is an easy way to save a lot of money. Think of it this way, a lower interest rate means lower monthly bill payments, and mortgage interest rates are far more competitive than a student loan or credit card rate. I'm talking rates in the low single digits versus rates in the high double digits. Why wouldn't you consolidate the high interest debt by refinancing your mortgage. You'll speak with a salary-based mortgage consultant who will customize a loan for your needs. They're already saving customers up to $1,000 a month. Plus, there are no upfront fees. You could close on your new loan in as fast as 10 days and may be able to postpone up to 60 days of mortgage payments. So call American Financing today. 303-695-7000. or AmericanFinancing.net. The official mortgage company of Altitude 950. NMLS 182334. Regulated by the Division of Real Estate. If you're looking for any off-road accessories for your truck, car, SUV, Colorado Off-Road is the place to go. Hi, I'm Riley Dixon, punter for the Denver Broncos. Hi, Jerry Jones here from Colorado Off-Road. Hey, Riley, I know you got a new truck coming in. What would you like to see on that new truck? I'm hoping to put some 37-inch tires, a leveling kit, possibly a bed cover. Leave it in our hands. We'll get it looking good and to your satisfaction. Colorado Off-Road restyles your ride. In the Littleton at Wadsworth and Quincy behind Phil Long. Colorado Off-Road. Most of the year, my bad credit means I can't get it. But this is tax season, and it's time I got a new ride. So I'm taking my tax refund to Grand Valley Auto, where they say bad credit, don't sweat it. At Grand Valley Auto, they've got hundreds of quality pre-owned vehicles to choose from. Amazing deals, 17 years reputable experience, a full service department, and a free oil change if you mention this commercial. Tax time is car buying time at Grand Valley Auto on West Colfax near Wadsworth and Lakewood. GVALakewood.com. Scott Aces here. Urology cancers including prostate, kidney, and bladder are among the top 10 cancers diagnosed 
in men. At Porter Advantage Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries, performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology. Larry H. Miller Ram Truck Center 104th is Colorado's first choice. With over 1,000 new vehicles to choose from on 17 acres, we guarantee the best prices and lowest payments in the state. That's right, best prices and lowest payments in the state that can't be beat. Being the number one volume dealer has its perks, and we're passing them on to you. Come on in and see for yourself why we're Colorado's first choice. Conveniently located off I-25 and 104th. Ram Denver.com. Driven by you. Were you underpaid or denied by your insurance company after that hailstorm last May? Well, you need the C3 Group. They're a team of private insurance adjusters and property claim experts that work only for you, not your insurance company. So don't let your insurance company tell you what they're willing to pay for your claim. The C3 Group will ensure you receive what they're required to pay. Call the C3 Group, 303-670-2710. That's 303-670-2710. The C3 Group, 303-670-2710. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Were you as talented or more talented than that Laker team? We could have beat them, man. We had them. Yeah. You, you would have beaten Orlando. No, what? Who yeah. spanked Orlando? Yeah. Who that? Dwight? Not a chance. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not a chance. Yeah. Man, I would have talked so bad to him, man, from day one. Taken right out of his game. Right from the get-go. Man, I would have hit him, knocked him down, stepped over him, dared, saw him in the back. Me and Kenya Martin conducting an interview in the stalls at Pepsi Center. Does have a little bit of that uh, hallway sound to it. You know what? It takes you back to that 2009 series, and we played the entire interview earlier in the show. You'll catch it on Altitude TV later this week. Just how close the Nuggets really came to winning an NBA title. I brought up that L.A. series, and... Just how disgusted he still is about the way that turned out. They would have beaten Orlando. So they lost in six. Yeah, they would have beaten Orlando if they get by the Lakers. And two of the games came down to the very end. And one in L.A., Anthony Carter threw away an inbound pass. And then one in Denver and Kmart, which you didn't hear there, but when we played it earlier in the show, he uh, he reminded us all that he threw away the pass here on the inbounds play. Yeah, They're two inbound passes away, for the most part, from winning that series. They would have beaten Orlando. What's more disappointing? What's a bigger missed opportunity, Vic? The Nuggets in 09 or the Broncos when they lost here to the Steelers and they would have gone and played the Seahawks in Super Bowl 40. Well, for me personally, listen, we've seen the Broncos win Super Bowls. Yeah. Okay. We've enjoyed those parades. We've enjoyed avalanche parades. Yeah. Nothing would please me more than a Nuggets parade. Sorry. I'm maybe I'm, I'm but, with you, but as a Denver native, nothing would please me more than walking downtown celebrating a Nuggets championship and to know that the players knew, the players knew how close they really came to winning a championship that year. If I had a magic wand or somebody came up and said, hey, you get you you get a wish, and it's what team do you want to win a championship, I would pick the Nuggets. Or my second option would be CU football. That would be the other one I would pick. Well, they've al- but they've already won a championship. Yeah, but it was, it, it's got the... It, not to me, but to some people, it's got yeah. the asterisk next to it. 
if I could go back and undo something in history, it would be CU losing to Notre Dame when they were undefeated. Right. So that was a disappointment. Let's think about this. Doesn't take too much time. The Broncos are multiple champions. Three times. The Avalanche have done it twice. Correct. The Rapids have won a championship. Correct. CU's won a championship. Yes. National, we're talking now. Yeah. Not, not conference championships. DU Hockey has won multiple. DU Lacrosse. The Outlaws have won a title. The Man, uh, did the Mammoth win one? I think the Mammoth have. I think they, I mean, they were really, really good during the Gary Gate years yeah. and all that. I think they won a title. The Denver Dynamite. They won one. The Colorado Crush won a Arena Bowl. The Rockies came close. Well, That's the World Series. Relatively. The Rockies and Nuggets are the only two teams of the bigs who have not won a national title. And the the Nuggets are the only ones that have not gotten to the final series. They have in the ABA. Correct. They lost to the Nets. They lost to Dr. J's Nets in the ABA. Does that qualify? For some it might. I don't consider it qualification. I, I want the Nuggets to get to the NBA title and to win an NBA title. Clearly. But those two teams, Rockies and Nuggets. So I, it, I would take, I mean, obviously I'd take either one of those. I think it's harder to win it in basketball. No doubt about it. I mean, you can go to, you can go to Vegas no and look at the odds about on the futures and see that. There are like six teams that have relatively, yeah. you know, modest I'm odds. Offen- I'm offended by you making that statement. And then everybody else is like 300 to one. You just offended me. Why? Of course it's harder in basketball than it is in baseball. Why would you make such an offensive statement? Why is that offensive? I don't know. I mean, it's, maybe it's a little obvious. If you, you know why? If it's still a superstar driven league and we saw it last night, we saw it time and time again. When you have James Harden and he's getting the benefit of the whistle, it's going to be easier to win. It just is. I just think people would think a salary capped sport would tend to be more even, but it's not. No, it's, it's not. not. Cause you know, in baseball, why is it then? Why is it that baseball provides a little more competitiveness? What is it? What is it about the game? Is it the position of, is it the pitcher that suddenly gets hot? You know, like when the Giants were a bum gardener and a bunch of other guys team? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Is it it Kansas City with that magical bullpen? How do you do it in baseball? Last Thursday or Friday, when I did the 2000s in the more you know, it was Friday. Mm -hmm. The one sport that had the most different champions in the 2000s was baseball. They had two teams that won two. And then the other six were won by six different teams. They had eight champions in the, in that decade. Basketball had five. Football had the the Patriots winning three and the Steelers winning two. I don't I don't know I don't understand I don't I don't I think it's maybe can you have young players have a bigger impact mm. than you can in other sports so you can get guys like how did the Royals win it They won it because they had young guys who hadn't gone and gotten paid yet huge contracts yeah. that were able to perform at a high level. It takes it takes more time in basketball. Ooh, I'm I am now watching something as as sports fans, we're going to be talking a lot about this. This is what you call revolutionary. I just clicked on a Twitter handle that sent me to this. The new CBS Sports HQ app, which is 24-hour sports coverage a la Sports Center. Okay. Breaking news, interviews, information, highlights. All online, all the time. It's as if SportsCenter rolled out SportsCenter 24-7. CBS, Sports HQ, 
I'm not trying to shill for CBS here, but it's amazing. I'm putting this on my phone immediately. Does it launch today? It's on. It's on. I'm looking at it right now. Right now they're interviewing. Well, now they lost my attention. Now, now I'm, I'm turning it off. What? That now, didn't last yeah, long. They're interviewing Ronda Rousey because she signed a WWE contract. I'm out. You said you went to a wrestling match. I'm out. I went to WWE on Saturday night trying to be open-minded. Yeah. Trying to be open-minded. Uh, I was right all along. There's really no reason to watch script. Yeah. Quote unquote sports. I'm done. Let's bring in Marty. Check our facts, please. Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's fact checker. So. Hey, all right, Vic, your hot take was about that Iowa player who missed the free throw on purpose. Mm -hmm. You said it was a five point game. It was actually an eight point game. Shut up with you and your numbers. Did they win the game? They won the game, yes. Okay. But it just makes it a little different, you know, eight point, five point. Yeah. Missing a free throw intentionally in a two possession game, that's a whole different story. Mm -hmm. Uh, Vic, last week you had an issue with Marcus Camby saying he was on the 2009 Conference Finals team. Well, we had another issue today. Let's take a listen. Well, there's an issue with the yeah, fact But checker. Kenyon Martin was unreal in an interview format. We went back and uh, talked about the 2005 Western Conference Finals. Yeah, Wrong year. So I don't know what uh, he had to say about the Spurs and the Suns that year, but uh, I believe it was 2009 you meant to say. It was four years off. Gosh, dang. Had another oh, burrito issue this morning. Yeah. Rocky <laughs> brought in some burritos, and James was courteous enough to take the burrito from Rocky and not make a big deal, although I still see it sitting right next to him. It's still here. Uh-huh. Yeah, what are you going to do with it? Probably throw it away at this point. It's kind of yeah, like but lukewarm. Dustin, Dustin, do you want a burrito? It's lukewarm. He can have it. Give it Dustin, to Dustin. Dustin wants a burrito. Yeah, okay. He's taking it. All right. Dustin was at WWE too. He was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's all I need to know about you, Dustin. Mm-hmm. All I need to know. And Mark Springer knows way too much about it. Also, he was he was predicting was there a betting outcomes. Line? I don't know if there was. You can bet on WrestleMania. I don't know if you could bet on the what was called a house show. Yeah. It wasn't on TV. It, best, it was the house show. You said it best when they're doing the tag team and the guy's sitting there in the tag and he's yeah. he's stretching his arm but he can't quite get it out there enough it's to get the tag. So hokey. It's so dramatic. All right, we talked a little bit about Kirk Cousins, so of course we had a few albatross drops okay. since that's the new thing. It's yeah. Paxton Lynch is the square peg round hole. Kirk Cousins is the albatross. Okay, see, I'm, mm-hmm. it's all about consistency, Marty. Mm-hmm, exactly. And the Mammoth did win a title in 2006. I thought so. And Rapids won in 2010. And that'll do it. So it's just the Nuggets and the Rockies? That's it? That haven't won one? Hmm. Yeah, in this town. Uh, by the way, uh, my good friend uh, Boomer, who's become yeah. my biggest confidant. The guy you ripped supporter. all day Friday. Uh, he takes issue with your statement that the toughest one to win is the NBA title. He says the playoff run for the Stanley Cup is the most grueling and unforgiving due to physicality. Get a grip. Stay in your lane. Boomer. Didn't say what the toughest run is. Stanley Cup is tough. It's much easier for some random team to win a Stanley Cup with a hot goalie than it is some random team to win an NBA title. Random NBA teams don't win titles. That no. doesn't happen. Okay. Ever. So let's put it this way. Let's, let's localize what, this. What, an eight, I'll, I'll make it easy for you. Has an eight seed ever won a Stanley Cup title? No. Yes. Oh, Stanley Cup. Yes. yes. Stanley Cup. Yeah. Would an eight seed ever have a chance to win an NBA title? No. No. Put it this way. Let's localize it. If the Nuggets get in as the eight seed this year and the Avalanche get in as the eight seed this year, which one has a better chance of winning a title? It's the abs. You get a hot goalie, anything happens. Exactly. Hot goalies, 
It's the great neutralizer in that sport. It's all about getting into the tournament. It's the same thing in baseball, right? That's why the Rockies loss at Arizona was so disappointing because if you can just get into series play, you have a shot. You have a shot. The Nuggets, now they need to get there this year because they need to get that playoff experience and they need to start. It, 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 it's a mm-hmm. it's a stepping stone kind of a game in the NBA. But the Nuggets aren't going to win an NBA title. The Avs, if they got in, crazier things have happened. Mm. Before we say goodbye, our fired up finale compliments of Jesse Trujillo. This is the fired up finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. Mike says, your issues, guys, you live in Colorado. A world-class destination of winter sports, but you know very little about them. Your sports guys. Expand your horizons to include what's going on in your own backyard. Really? You've not heard of Diggins? No. No, Mike, I, I've not heard of her. I'm not going to apologize. I don't follow cross-country skiing. <laughs> Tongue lashing from the listeners that we don't know the winner of the cross-country event at the Olympic Games. Yeah, we, uh, that kind of made our point or my point that the Olympics were underwhelming when the retort was, well, what about the cross country skier? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, exactly. Somebody on the text line, by the way, made a great point about how to fix the Olympics. That was our power five question of the day. Uh, this is great. I'll read it word for word. About a month before the Olympic Games, just hold regional competitions for all sports to include preliminary and quarterfinal rounds. Shorten the Olympics to one week. Only show semifinal and finals. Each sport would be held and finalized on an assigned day. No more stretching over multiple days when nobody knows what's going on. Perfect. I want you be to. I want you to be the commissioner of the Olympics, whoever you are. Well, here's the other thing. They kept delaying events due to weather. It's the Winter Olympics. <laughs> deal with it. Yeah, exactly. If it's windy, deal Steal with it. it. We gotta go. These guys are here. Brownman and Hastings up next on Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Rewind. Well, he's tough. I mean, he's a, right now he's a favorite for MVP. Uh, he's going to get his. He's a hell of a talent. Um, you have to give him different looks. I think once we got up and pressed up, made him a driver at times. That was better for us. He was killing us with the step back three, and then we were fouling him on top of it. So you have to defend him without fouling. He's second in the NBA in attempts at 10. Um, you know, but our guys fought. I mean, think about it. Um, that game could have gotten ugly. It doesn't because we keep on fighting back. Fourth quarter, I thought I Defense was really good. Only gave up one three in the fourth quarter, helping to 43%. Uh, we had 33 assists. The ball moved. Uh, and Gary Harris, who's been arguably our best player the whole year, had a tough night. I mean, Gary Harris has a hard time making shots tonight, and that's not who he's been. And in light of that, we still are in the game. So uh, I tip our hat to the uh, the Rockets. They're a great team right now. And uh, the last time we played them in the regular season, and uh, at least we gave ourselves a chance tonight, which is a lot different than it was in our two games down there. Yeah, a moment that stuck out. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Coming up tonight, the Colorado Avalanche are back home to host the Vancouver Canucks. Puck drop is at 7 o'clock with a pregame show getting away at 6.35. Mark Mosier, the radio voice of the Avalanche, will be on the call. KSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche. Back on top, Harrison, a three. From way downtown. Yes! And ladies and gentlemen, I've got to tell you. Oh, that-